listening to The Nerd Table, part of the CKCC Radio family of podcasts. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Welcome back to The Nerd Table, fellas. Let's crack open a beer and enjoy this sessions of uh, nerd stuff. Uh, my name is Derek, and I'm here with my friends Chris and Dan, which are freaking me up. Okay, guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. I tried to do something a little classy. I can't. Work, but, well, I can't, I can't do it. it. I can't do it. The aesthetic is that we were at the lunch table in high school, and he's like, let's all have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> you never had a beer in high school? Not at the lunch <laughs> table. <laughs> not, in, not in school. No. Man, <laughs> I definitely had beer while I was still a high school student, but it was like at a friend's house, not when this when his parents weren't home. Not this, yeah. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> so I have a I have a I have a story that correlates to this, and Dan already knows this story. Eric, you probably don't, but it's a funny story, and. It involves my buddy John and his penchant for crashing cars, which he did in college. He crashed four cars in, in like, two years or something ridiculous like that. John, I don't know if you're listening to this. You know I love you, man. You're you're a brother. but And you're a good driver now, but we all know you weren't. So, when I was in college... I was trying to remember. I'm like, I was in college, right? Yeah, because I wasn't 21 yet. It was actually October... I was turning 21 in November. We were at a club seeing my friend Andy's band. If you guys remember past episode, we had Andy on, old quarter-inch fuse drummer, Andy Kalapitas. His band was performing at a club, and I was trying to get my then-coworker at the time, Tim, to buy me a beer. And Tim did the responsible adult thing, which was not to buy me a beer. And he made a really good point about it doesn't matter... If anything were to happen that would catch me as an underage drinker, he'd be responsible. It wasn't worth it and everything. And, you know, as a 20-year-old kid, you do the oh man kind of thing. But I was also smart enough to understand his logic and wisdom. Well, that night, John crashed his brand new car that he had gotten. His brand new Nissan. He still had temp plates on it and everything. Oh and my, he didn't have his own actual tags yet? He didn't have his own tags yet. And John was already known as being a, a really crappy driver. Apparently it runs in his family, too, because I think his dad had hit a school bus. His younger brother had crashed, had totaled something and, like, flipped a car or something. John had already crashed several other cars and was just always just doing dumb things driving. But he had a new car, and he was all proud of it. And, yeah, he uh, he crashed his car that night. Very stu- He's the reason why boys pay really, really high until they're 25. So, in the state of Pennsylvania, I know you, it's known that our car insurance rates are actually really low and really reasonable. Because that's a thing when you're surrounded by New York and New Jersey. It becomes knowledge how good Pennsylvania is at being cheaper than those states, which is why I chose to live there instead of one of the other two when I moved back up north. And John found out that he had the fourth highest car insurance rate in the state of Pennsylvania at one time. So however many residents of the state are, John was fourth 
in line, which means only three other residents of Pennsylvania are worse drivers than him. Pennsylvania, <laughs> Pennsylvania's got a lot of people. Remember, we got Philly and Pittsburgh. We're talking about the state, not the county. We're talking about the state. Lots of people. So, yeah, and it was a stupid thing, too, because John rear-ended a geotracker at a red light into another geotracker because we were we were trying to locate a diner we were going to go out to eat at, and Tim, who was sitting in the front seat, had told John, watch the road, we'll look for the diner. So Tim was checking the right side of the road. I was checking the left side of the road. John decided to check for the diner, too, and that's when he crashed. He was also driving too fast, and the roads were wet, which was just... He, he had that cocky attitude at the time. And my, my buddy Chris Kubik, Chris might actually be listening to this. <laughs> he was doing everything in his power to stifle his laughter at the situation. Tim was furious. Chris wanted a laugh and couldn't. I was somewhere in between. But what the, the story was funny because in the, you know that like initial shock moment where the incident has happened? And it's that split second where you're registering that it's happening. Like, I've braced for it, and now the impact is happening. Tim just mutters yeah. the words, good job, retard. Nice and casual. <laughs> just muttered it, and he said it was an... He didn't even have memory that he did that. He just did it, because that, that was his instinct. So, and of course, Andy noticed the accident on the side of the road. Because he said he's he's driving by, and he sees... A car with temp plates, a silver car with temp plates. So he immediately calls John on his cell phone, and he said, "When he when the phone picks up, he hears a tow truck in the background. He hears John go, yeah, hold on, it's my friend Andy calling.' <laughs> He's just like, God damn it!" And Tim st- stood there. He was uh, he was smoking a cigarette, just tr- trying to calm his nerves down. And he just leans in over to me and he goes, "This is a really shitty way to make my point." Because if he had bought alcohol for me or John, even though I wasn't driving, that could have led to a big problem. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. going to get preachy and bring the show down, but I do know that Universal is suffering a loss right now. A beloved team member was killed by a drunk driver. And right at the same time, the news came out that pro wrestler Jimmy Uso got his fourth DUI. Also happening in the state of Florida, he was at like a .25, which is way over the legal limit. And now I'm at that point. Oh, sir, .07 like or, or 8. Yeah, .07 or 8 is the legal limit, right? And he was at a .25. So I'm at that point now where, like, it's fun to go back and reflect on stuff with beer. But now, I don't, I don't want to sound like a boring, preachy adult. But I'm actually, like, I've lost all tolerance for DUIs and people who get them. So just don't drink and drive, people. It's not that hard. Let's let's tell fun stories about drinking, though. It's literally the easiest thing to do right now to avoid. Right now. It's 100% like, avoidable. Yeah. It really is. I would never drink and drive again. I, I did it once. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't my intention to drink and drive. I thought I had a DD. Because we went out with a, a group of people, and this person doesn't drink. Like he's a, 
well, he he was like a straight edge person. So he's like, hey, we'll just go out. He'll be the designated driver. We took his car and everything. But something happened where he just fell in love with the fucking bartender behind the bar and thought that she was really into him. And I'm just like, dude, no, that's that's their thing. Like that's what they're doing. <laughs> that's a rookie mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's that stripper totally is into the conversation that you guys are having. Right. But anyway, she's just like, here, first shots on me. And uh he decided I'm gonna start drinking right now. And out of all of us, I was the least drunk because I spent the least amount of money. So I had to drive and I was not happy. I was so pissed at him. We all just crashed at his place because he was like he lived closer to to the bar, but this is before Uber was a thing, you know. So just just to sum up the story, a pretty girl throws herself at a guy, or at least that's the impression he gets. Uh, principles and morals are out the window. Got it? Yeah, hands yeah. down, hands down. That's what happened. <laughs> He's just like, I think I got a chance with this bartender, and I'm just like, I mean, anything's possible. But I just want to let you know, she talks to you the same way she talks to everybody here. So, yeah, there's that. What's are your... supposed to make you feel good about yourselves, right? Like, that's the whole thing. You go to a, a, a bartender, and a bartender is just like, you know, hey, sweetheart, what's up? What's going on? Oh, you look good today. Blah, blah, blah. Can I get you, like, what, what kind of drink do you want? Because they want that better tip. They don't want your tip. They want a better tip. Do you know that bartenders in strip clubs are actually more likely to go home with the patrons than the strippers are? Because they're used to being ignored for the strippers. So if you pay attention to a bartender, it'll actually go somewhere. I believe it. Okay, let me ask Let me ask a question then. What's your alcoholic drink of choice? Dan, I know you're not a big drinker. Um... Okay, so I only recently I started getting into craft beer, but if you asked me before the craft beer stage, I would have said Jaeger because it, it matches so well with Red Bull. Oh, God. R.I.P. your heart. Yeah, I'm surprised I'm alive, dude. But <laughs> Jaeger was like, I, it's, the, it's the one liquor today, still today, that I can drink straight with no chaser and be okay. Really? Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Jaeger is the one that you can drink straight with no chaser. Yes. Dude, I that can't thing is thick as cough else. syrup. How do you do it? I can't drink anything else straight. I don't know what it is. I like I like licorice, so I guess it's okay for me. That has to be a big factor though, because if you don't like licorice, you're not gonna drink it. Yeah. So I think that was like my, my, my tolerance for licorice helped me with my tolerance for Jaeger. But Jaeger, I could drink it. It's so, it tastes so sweet to me. But I can't do vodka. I could do rum because, you know, I am Puerto Rican. But I can't do <laughs> uh, gin or anything like that without mixing it with something else. Yeah, I can't. Str- I can't drink straight Jack Daniels, but I mix that with some Coca Cola, and I'm good. Right, and I'm I'm the same way. I'm not saying that like, oh, I I could never have any of these drinks. I'm just saying if it's going to be a straight like a spirit, the only one that I can drink straight, like or on the rocks or whatever, is Jaeger, and 
some whiskeys, but I still prefer Jaeger. Like, it's easier for me. I'm not going to make that sour face. Okay. You don't drink straight tequila? No, I cannot. I can't even smell tequila without getting sick anymore. I can't, yeah. Yeah. I smell the tequila in any drink it's made in. You Like, you could try to sneak it to me, and the moment I smell it, I can't drink the fucking drink anymore. I can't. Uh, because everything's fine until you have tequila. Tequila is pretty sickening. Tequila invites all its friends. Oh. Get the worm at the bottom. Ugh. I yeah, didn't I think that was a real thing. If you get the right tequila, it is. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that that was, like, I, I think we all go through a phase where we're all, like, doing something to party for fun and for me. And, and I'm not going to be shy about it. I drank before it was okay to drink uh, for me, right? Like, I drank underage. And I, how can I, I guess I can say it because it's not, like, a bad thing, right? It's not like I'm going to, we're going to get struck down by anything, but... Like I smoked a lot of weed. It was just, that was just one of my high school things. Ooh, breaking news! We have a new subscriber to the Nerd Table, the Ann Arbor Police Department. Oh well, it, good for them because it's completely <laughs> legal here, completely legal here, and I can't do it because I fucking drive for a living. You know how upsetting that is. <laughs> oh man, it's upsetting. I'm sorry. It's all good. Uh, But that was my wild streak. Yeah. How was your 21st birthday? I don't remember it. (laughs) I remember going to downtown Orlando. uh, And then I went to a a club named uh, Mako's. Which is basically, it might as well just be like a strip club. But um, there is a swing set there, which normally had the girls up there. And my buddy convinced them to like let me go up there and take a picture because it was my birthday so i got up there she gave me a kiss on the cheek and she gave me a lap dance on a swing and then she got me a drink and then i woke up in tampa (laughs) then i woke up in tampa and then i woke up in tampa because apparently i got uh we went from bar to bar and if i could prove that it was my birthday every bar was giving me like one shot so I was just like, well, how many bars did we go to? And he's like, too many, dude. Too many. Because <laughs> at one point I thought, hey, you know it would be a good idea? Let's go play poker in the casino. And my friend was like, there's no casinos in Orlando. And I'm like, right, but there are in Tampa. Oh, well, that's one way to get to Tampa. Yeah, so we drove to Tampa. Okay. Yeah, you weren't. I remember you were not at my bachelor party. My bachelor party was at the casino in Tampa, and then we went to Mons Venus, one of the top ten strip clubs in America, for my bachelor party. And if I re- remember correctly, you were not allowed to go because you were in a new relationship at the time, which has happily worked out for you. Yes, but you were a yeah. little you were a little leery about that so new into your relationship. Well, I didn't know what the reaction was going to be, you know, so I didn't want to risk anything. 
Okay. Now I know. Now I know. I kind of wish we could go back and be like, yeah, fuck, let's go. <laughs> I think things are going to be fine. <laughs> That's just Sorry it, though. Like, no, no, nothing really happens at strip clubs. I'm not into strip clubs. Nothing really happens there except that they harass you for money and then everybody gets ignored if you're not producing. So you have to go in there and spend money on something that you can't really have anyway. So why would I want to do that? Now, if I'm going it's to a strip like club... watching porn with your buddies. Like, what do you... Like, like, what the fuck? It basically is, yeah. Now we're all just sitting here rock hard and there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> get a champagne That's one room. way to put it. Holy shit. I'll get a champagne room for like $400. <laughs> you could do something about it. I wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. So... Yeah, yeah. I never really understood the appeal. The, the appeal for strip clubs has always kind of been like... I mean, if I wanted to see titties, I could always see titties. I, I worked at Disney for a long, long time, so. Yeah, you can actually see better stuff at a theme park. You really can. Girls with no shame. and We love we love our female listeners, by the way. They're probably going to be like, oh, these guys being guys. I mean, I love my female listeners a lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah like i mean uh, i don't think i try to hide who i am either like i was pretty much known for being a big flirt i never really did anything other than just flirt and then just kind of move on i remember i developed a reputation at disney for being overly flirty and i remember some girls were weren't happy about it because you know i was married but my whole thing was always the same thing. I was like, I was never flirting with anybody. I was just being friendly and being myself. And they incorporated, they translated that to being flirtatious, which speaks a lot about our gender, that that's where well, that came off. I think it works both ways, though, because it's the same thing for, like, certain females who are, like, super friendly. And we're like, is she flirting with me? I don't know. And I, I think that's a big problem. You don't know if they're just friendly or if they're just or if they're actually flirting. Now, I will say that if they are from New York and they're talking to you and being friendly, they're flirting. I heard a laugh over there. What like yeah, if you're from like the Boston or like like New New England in general, right? Let's say PA over to the East Coast and they're being they're talking to you and they're being friendly. They're flirting with you because and the one thing that I've learned from the East Coast is they like to keep to themselves and they don't like to really talk to anybody unless it's they're like really good friends. Uh, and by the time I agree you become that. really good friends, you already know if they're flirting or not. I mean, I agree with that because I hate talking to people. <laughs> so. So that that's that's one thing, but that's like that's a cultural thing. Now, the ones that I could never tell if they were flirting with me or not are like Southern girls. Or just southern people in general, like I don't. They know are you... friendly. Southern charm, yeah. man. Southern charm. Yeah, they're so friendly that I'm. I'm just like I'm taken, but I'll still come to that barbecue because I know how you cook. Like that's that's gonna be some <laughs> good fucking food. <laughs> but who? Hey, who knows? Maybe you might cook a meal so good that it might get me to change my mind. Not now, but like back then. Definitely a possibility. I think I used 
my stomach as a uh, a coin flip. Like, well, I don't know. Let's see how they cook. My stomach was a divine rod. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the old saying, right? The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Yeah, you feed me. I'm, I'm content. Yeah. I am very content. All right. Uh, Dan, do you have an alcoholic drink of choice at all? I drink your girly drinks, like your Smirnoff Ices and your your Mike's. Because they're delicious. Are... They're really good. They're really good. Uh, you know what? Anything that covers the, the, the taste and smell of the alcohol is good in my book. Here's the thing. I hate the, I hate the notion of quote-unquote girly drinks. First of all, those quote-unquote girly drinks mess you up ten times faster than any beer does. So there ain't nothing well, girly like about the, it. Like, this is... This... This is uh, vodka that tastes like birthday cake. And I'm like, that is alcohol poisoning. Because you're just going to drink that entire bottle. Yup. <laughs> it was in five minutes. Okay. Now, that, it's funny that you mentioned that. Because there is a pinnacle vodka that tastes like uh, like a cream soda. And it's, it's fucking dangerous, dude. Like, yeah, by I'm itself. A, I'm it not a cream soda person, so... So, yeah. (laughs) Well, my favorite drink is a Long Island iced tea. And. Those are good. Yeah, twisted teas are good too. You just. If I drink one Long Island, I'm pretty much set because that's an instant buzz for me now. That's another thing. I. When people try to brag about their alcohol tolerance, I'm like, you know what? I drink two Long Islands. I'm drunk and I'm happy and I still have money in my wallet. You're just pounding back drink after drink, spending all this money. Buying your $5 shit beers. Oh my god, yeah. The crappy beers that people drink. Like, I just found out that one of... I I just found out that one of my friends who is... I don't know if he's listening to this, so I'm not going to say him by name. But he's very much a guy who pretty much drinks daily. And he has been doing that for a while. Just goes home and drinks. That's what he likes to do. But I found out that his freaking beer is Bud Light. I know that Bud Light is part of some of our friends' businesses, but like, that's the beer that you're choosing. It's well, not I mean, at least he's not doing like Milwaukee's best or something, you know. Natty, oh, that was my like. Natty Ice. I yeah. I would okay. I will take Natty Ice over Miller High Life. Okay, I you know what? I might give you that one actually. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that like that's it's my like, preference. Dude, Natty Ice is like cheaper than a thing of water <laughs> yeah you're, you're not wrong it's just it's bad water <laughs> so i have some i have some fun little feedback from our show from i i forget which listeners sent this in so i apologize for misremembering who it was and i'm not going to try to guess but as much as they absolutely love our show they uh they hate when we start talking about food because it always makes them hungry because they always listen before they've eaten. So I would like to apologize for everybody whose appetites we have stimulated over the past 47 episodes. Should we just make a, a food uh, podcast at this point? An entire food podcast just on the side so you can choose to listen to it. We'll call it the yeah. side dish. The nerd table oh. side dish. There we go. And we'll just talk about food. <laughs> just bacon and pancakes and breakfast foods. And uh, here we go. See, you're starting now. You're you're saying things. And now everyone's going to be hungry. 
I can't help it. Bacon's delicious. Yeah. Uh, Dan, do you remember your 21st birthday? Yes. I'm sure, like, we've, I, I know we've all told our 21st birthday story. We have, Our 21st yeah. birthday, uh, of course, was December 15th and the year of our Lord, 2003. And um, I took my psych final and then was taken to Applebee's with a guy I barely knew and his girlfriend and a guy I knew slightly more. <laughs> and they paid for my Applebee's dinner. There you go. And they said, of course, if we didn't go to a dry school, a dry school, that that uh, they would have gotten me all kinds of drinks. But we went to a dry school, so you couldn't have a drink at Applebee's. No. Nope. Why? I went to a dry. I went to a Christian college in the middle of the woods in Minnesota, northern Minnesota. The perfect place. They're never gonna know. Just tell them you're not feeling well. No, they found out I because I went to two colleges. The one I went for a year in Canada, they were both dry schools, and everyone that that even took a single drink, everyone got caught. Whoa, hold up! There's a dry school in Canada. Yeah, is it Canada dry? Damn it! <laughs> Damn it, Chris! <laughs> you piece I... of shit! <laughs> got shit, got him. You fucking knew what I was. You gotta be fast. You gotta be faster, dude. That's. You know what? I I got you with the assist. I set you up perfectly for that one. I didn't realize you were actually going for that. I I took an opportunity. I'm like, oh, there's a joke here. (laughs) I'm sorry, Eric. I'm sorry. Oh no, that was that was perfect. Absolutely perfect. But for I I still say you deserve credit for that because that was uh, you. You you set it up, so you deserve the My credit, favorite but... stories about when I was gone in college was my parents talking to other parents whose kids were gone in college. And they're like, it's so hard. My daughter's in Rochester. Rochester is an hour and a half away from where we live. And then my parents are like, yeah, my kid's in another country and on the opposite side of it. <laughs> that was in Alberta. <laughs> Canada. I had a couple of I had a couple of messy college nights between college and the Disney college program. I actually never got I never really got drunk after that. Like that was that was my party phase, right? And I was I was never sober at that point. <laughs> I mean, I partied hard and then I never needed to party again. You got it you get it out of your system and when it became time for me to start adulting, I actually was able to do it without blowing all my money on alcohol. So I'm actually kind of glad things worked out that way. Cause like I would have hated, cause I know people who blow so much money on alcohol because they never got their party phase. And I don't judge people for what they do. Cause that's their lives. Like it's not my position to say that, but like, I feel like I could have been in that position if it wasn't for how my life went. So I have no regrets about any of my partying days whatsoever. No, neither do I. And and here's like maybe we can all agree on this, right? So there's a lot of people out there who are telling people, "Hey, don't do this because it's bad for you." And we know, we know that it's bad for you, right? But like they're going to do it regardless because it's part of that experimental stage of your life right. where you're going out and having fun. So uh, instead of telling them, "Hey, don't do this because it's bad for you," why not Give them a safe space of sorts and Teach be like, them how to be safe doing it. 
Yeah, be safe. Don't do stupid shit. Don't drink and drive. Like, hey, like, if you're underage and you and you're drinking, and you don't have a ride home, call me, because I would rather like pick you up, be mad at you, but you get home safe. Then you risk everybody on the fucking street because you think you could drive, and and no. No, I agree you with can't. you. I absolutely agree with you. I think that's the way it should be. And I, and I don't I don't have kids, but if I did, when they get to that point, that would be the exact life lesson I would teach them. And that would be with any with any life lesson, really, because that is how I would have preferred to, to learn stuff, too. Been like, all right, listen, I can't stop you from doing this, but I am going to tell you the safe ways to do it. And I will get mad at you if you mess that up. I, I will even go on hand that Yes, I will be mad, but I won't even say anything to you. I won't I won't even bring up the point that I'm mad. I will just pick you up and I will drop you off and I will pretend that it never even fucking happened because I know some people were like, "Well, I'm not going to call him because he's going to be mad." Right? And then yeah. they're going to like have that argument. I won't even argue. Like I won't. We it needs to be on both ends. Be like, "Listen, you did stupid shit as a kid, and your kids are probably going to do some stupid shit." And you just kind of like, you have to let it go. You have to let it go. We need to break that fucking cycle and just kind of, you know, watch after each other. You know, Eric, you I, always wanted to give life advice on the show, and look at you. This is I'm you wanted thing. to give life advice. I'm. I did. I did. And I still do. I'm loving this. But like, I'm literally just saying things that I wish I had options for. When I was doing this stuff. Right. Right? Like, the moment no, you tell it. me, don't do this, one, let, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it now. I don't like being told <laughs> what I can't can't do. <laughs> uh, and then, two, you already know that if you told me not to do something, I'm going to fucking do it. Because if you know me, you know fucking well... I'm Eric, do not push this button on the robo at this time because it will break the robo for the day. And it's broke. <laughs> what did I just tell you? All I heard was push the button and break the robo. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I heard. <laughs> right. So no, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And and that's the, that's the thing, right? Everybody's going to do something stupid. So let them do stupid stupid stuff safely which kind of sounds counterproductive to say it that way but that's exactly the point good this has been this has actually been very enlightening i'm i'm glad we're having this conversation so uh to update everybody on things happening in our in our lives let's talk about some of the stuff we've been watching recently i am now completely caught up on my disney and pixar movies in the last couple of days i finished the uh two newest Pixar movies, which were Soul and Luca, and watched The Good Dinosaur, which I had never seen before, so now I've got the entire Pixar movie lineup, and I finally got to watch Raya and the Last Dragon, which was Disney's newest animated feature, which was good timing because they just released the trailer for their next one, so I don't want to fall too far behind because that's going to be number 60, so I wanted to make sure I was caught up. <clears throat> I still uh, haven't seen all of them. I think I'm still behind on like, Luca and whatnot. I have seen Raya... Okay. Did you like Raya? I did. I did too. 
I thought it was, it was fun. Yeah. It's not a traditional Pixar movie, right? Like, I didn't cry in that one. Well, it's not Pixar. That's Disney. Or, well, yeah. Raya was straight. Raya's straight Disney. But, uh, so, yeah. It's a, it's, a new, it's a new princess who doesn't sing. Just like Moana. And she can fight just like Moana. She's a badass. Yes, but and but is it like Mulan? And yeah, she doesn't sing, but everything else in the world does it for her instead. No, there's no songs. It's an adventure yeah. film. Yeah. And uh, the dragon is hysterical, Aquafina. Who I'm not really that familiar with her. I guess she's a singer. Is that her big claim to fame? I mean, she's got that crazy name, so she's got it's got to be something like that, right? Somebody else. I thought it was Miley Cyrus at first. When I heard her voice, I was like, is that... Is that Miley? I actually thought it was the same girl who voiced one of the girls on uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous that I just watched because it sounded exactly like her. But no, it's, it was completely different. Just that same. But it was entertaining. It had some good jokes. Um, it has a good adventure story. So I, I've got nothing to uh, nothing bad to say about it. I had fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I want a giant pill bug that I can ride. A furry pill bug. Because that thing is awesome. It's just a giant wheel. He's just a giant <laughs> wheel, yeah. Um, and then, now that I've completely caught up on my Pixar, I want to do a Chris Ranks the Universe doing all the Pixar movies. Um, so I'll, I'll give quick... Not really like placing reviews, but I'll just say that uh, I'm glad I saw all three movies. I wouldn't necessarily say either of those three movies are Pixar's best. Um, the thing is, uh, Soul was pretty good, but it was kind of what you would expect from Pixar at this point. It Not- went a different direction than I expected. Well, the movie went a different direction that that I wasn't expecting as well, which is the, uh, I'm sure it's the same part you're talking about. Well, yeah. I was expecting it, like, to be, like, actually about music. Like, oh, yeah. Like a, like, like a historical kind of thing. But no, it wasn't about that at all. Well, music, music was just a part of the plot. Music was central to the character's decisions, right? And then... Music was... Central because if it was his purpose, yeah. And then Luca is good. It's um, it's entertaining. But what it kind of reminded me of was uh, there was there was a recent Pixar movie that ha- that made me feel this way, where it was a Pixar and Disney movie came out around the same time, and both of them made me go. Ah, that should have been reversed. I feel like that would have worked better the other way around. Let me actually look up the list of uh list of Pixar movies real quick cuz I want to uh want to make sure I Maybe this will trigger my memory. Was it was it it wasn't Onward, was it? No. It wasn't co- You know, I'm I'm not sure. Maybe it, I'm not 100% sure. Um Maybe it was something, another studio. But there was something that came out recently where I said that would have made more sense to go from that studio and that would have made more sense to come from the other place. What came out around the same time as Onward? Because they released that... That was at the beginning of 
COVID. Yeah, that was March 6, 2020. Did something come out Disney-related at that time? No. Cause that Just onward, I think. Yeah, I think. All right. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm off. Maybe, but uh, but no. I'm. I, I like that I saw them. Um, I I have a definitive Pixar ranking now. So I'll, uh, now it's time to get a uh, a round table together. There's 24 movies, so we can probably do that in two parts, 12 apiece. Would probably be would probably be the easiest way to do it. Because the next movie called Turning Red isn't coming out until March 11th. So I'd like to do the... From Toy Story to Luca, the 24 films, I'd like to do that while we have that accessible. What if boys were gay sea monsters? Okay, so I'm going to throw this out there right now. There is absolutely nothing gay in that movie. At all. They're kids being friends. I'm very, very happy that people felt like there was some representation there. I'm taking nothing away from that, but I did not see it at all. If if that makes if that's making them happy and sh- giving them representation, I love it and I'm all for it. But when I was watching it, I'm like, there's nothing gay happening here. This is just two kids being friends. <clears throat> so that's another one that kind of went in a different direction than I was expecting it to go in, and maybe that's why I didn't like it as much as I liked Soul. But they didn't come close to my top Pixar movies, but they're not on the bottom either. Where Raya ranks on the list is going to be a tough one, because that one might actually be pretty up there for me. Maybe top 20-ish around some of those movies, because I did really, really like it. Too bad. You already did those podcasts. <clears throat> I was thinking about doing an updated one where I, where I put Raya on the list, and then update the list. You know, that's the thing, though, right? Like, our tastes change. So I feel like, given more time, certain movies just just rank differently through your experiences. Oh, most especially just the movies that are made for kids. You see it as an adult. And you go, Ariel's just being a bitch. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. You start relating. And everything to the that happens in this movie is her own damn fault. <laughs> you start relating to the parents. And you're like, well, this sucks. <clears throat> Mr. Incredible. When did they change math? Math is math. Math is math. <laughs> I'm, uh, with, I'm with you, buddy. All right. Uh, speaking of movies, I pulled up the list of the infamous IMDb top 250. I'm not going to do the whole 250. But I want to go through some of the top movies and see how many of the highest rated IMDb movies have we seen. Uh, what number should we should we go from? I'm not doing all 250, but I'll just give me a number to go off of. Start with one and just start going down until we feel like we've done enough. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> all right, number one is Shawshank Redemption. Seen it. It's my favorite movie. Oh, wow. Okay. That was. Easy. I have seen it. It's been a while. It's been a while. The last time I watched Shawshank Redemption was when I reviewed it with you. That was the last time I sat down and watched it. Yeah, it's good. I love that he that he gets paroled. He gets approved for parole because it's the 60s and it's cool to tell them off. And he tells off the parole officers and they're like, yeah, all right, you got yeah, it. he's just like, you don't care what I say. <laughs> so they just, they're just like, yeah, we're right, we don't. 
Godfather is number two. Godfather Part Two is number three. Jeez. I've seen them both. I do. Seen them both. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of The Godfather, personally. I understand why it's high on the list, but it's not one of my personal favorites. I actually think Godfather Part Two is better. Well, Godfather Part Two has the has that juxtaposition going on the entire time. Yes. <clears throat> See, I was a kid when I watched them, so I didn't understand like a lot of what was going on, and I really haven't watched it since. Oh, so, dude, I didn't. I didn't see them until I was in college. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense as an adult because you understand stuff. Yeah. My my only thing with Godfather is I think Goodfellas is better, and maybe that's why it doesn't rate rate for me. That last section in the Godfather though is just like great. Oh. When they go and just kill everybody that they know turned on them. Yep. Just and they just do great. it all at the same time in different places. Oh, so great. While he's doing his... uh, Well, while he's he... officially getting sworn in as the Godfather by becoming a Godfather. Yep. Oh, my God. He's literally becoming a Godfather at that time. Oh, it's so good. It's one of, one of the best scenes in cinema history. That's another thing, like the iconic scenes, right? Like Shawshank Redemption, when, he get, when he's freed in the rain and he's just crying out in relief. Because you realize he's been innocent this whole time. And that was his only way out because he wasn't going to get out otherwise. How often do you look at a man's shoes, Dan? Uh, almost never. Exactly. In high school when I noticed somebody else was wearing the Dennis Rodman Converse. <laughs> I remember Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I, know, I don't look at people's shoes at all. Like, so I ain't gonna notice your shoes. Sorry, I don't care how much you spent. You spent on them. I ain't gonna notice. You ain't impressing me. Wear a cool T-shirt. I'll notice that. All right, number four is the Dark Knight. Yes, of course. It's not even my that... favorite Batman movie, though. That's the thing. That's not my go-to Batman movie. No, but it proved that uh, it proved that a darker, grittier comic book type movie was not only possible but profitable. Yeah, it's, it's not the movie we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the only four movies that have a nine or higher on IMDb. So here's well, the eight point nine. So far, so far, I've seen all of them. Right. And this I is, enjoyed all of them. The next three movies have an eight point nine. We have Twelve Angry Men. Original Never seen from it. 1957. Neither have I. Saw I. It, I saw it in high school, like actually in school. Ah, as like a study thing, or mm, it was uh, an, as an, a teacher uh, was sick that day. <laughs> no, it was uh, the teacher was there. Did you ever? Um... Actually, no. It was in middle school, not even high school. Did you ever see the play? No, but the movie is. It's the play. Well, I know the movie's the play, yeah. It's the play. It's just, I mean, because it's, it's all in one room. It's right. just in the jury room. Which is why it's brilliant. It's uh, so good. It's incredibly good. I'll check that out. Uh, Schindler's List. Speaking of movies we watched in school. That's a movie yeah. everyone in every uh, one should see once in their life. And you don't have to see it ever again if you don't feel like you don't want. You don't want to ever see it ever again. It's a you rough movie. You see people yeah, it it's is. a rough movie, but it's a great movie. I highly recommend everybody watch Schindler's List once. 
It was one of those movies where I didn't understand why they filmed it in black and white, and then near the end, I, f- I realized why they filmed it in black and white. That was the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Hey, speaking of something we're going to watch this month. <laughs> yep, there you go. That's the last 8.9er on the list. It's Return of the King? Okay. Return of the King, yes. All right, in the 8.8 Club, we have Pulp Fiction, which I think everybody's seen. seen. Yeah. It's, I've seen it. It's good. It is a little overrated, but it's still very, very good. That's just it, right? It's. I don't think it's Tarantino's best film, but... It doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's overrated. That's the difference, right? Yeah. Overrated does what not is, equate bad. What is your favorite uh, Tarantino movie? Ooh. Ooh. It, it might be Inglorious Bastards at this point. Ooh. Kill Bill. Yeah, that is part Kill one. Bill? Part one. Kill Bill part one because it has the ambiguous ending too. Because we're not done yet. Well, part one's way better than part two. I do like watching them together. As like a, a like a like a double feature type of deal, watch like the ex, an extended edition kind of thing. I'd, I'd like doing that, but if I had to choose, I would say part one because it's setting up so much. That's Tarantino's film style, though. And Glorious Bastards is the only Tarantino film that is actually shot linearly, isn't it? Like completely linearly. Is it? Uh, I don't know. Oh. There yeah. are times where things are happening at the same time, so... Sometimes it makes sense, yeah. Alright, how about Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? Is this the first it sounds one I've seen? I don't remember 1966. I don't think I've seen it. I know I've seen a handful of westerns. Yeah, it's Clint Eastwood, and... Uh, I know I have seen parts of it because my father loves these types of movies, and I'm not big on westerns, but I know I've never seen it in its entirety, but I know I have seen it before. Uh, Fellowship of the Ring is next. Speaking of things we're going to watch this month. (laughs) Might be watching that this weekend, actually. And uh, and Fight Club, the last in the 8.8 Club. That's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, it is. Great movie. I did not see that ending coming. I know that's 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 a good twist ending. That's a really good twist ending. And then you're like, wait, wait, what? 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 <laughs> Tyler Durden hey, what is. The what the fuck did I just watch? What the fuck did I just watch? And he actually succeeds. <clears throat> and he succeeds, yeah. I mean, they stopped one building, but the rest of them went down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is successful. Indeed. All right. In the 8.7 Club, we have Forrest Gump. Yeah. Not only have I seen that, I've also seen it in school. <laughs> I don't know if I saw it in school or not. Maybe, maybe parts, not the whole thing. Yeah, we watched that one in school. for, for I don't remember what for something. Uh, Inception. Seen it. Saw it. Love it. Saw that in IMAX, and I didn't. I don't recommend that. That's not. A, that's a nauseating IMAX movie. Just for the record. Oh, like that's gonna. That's that was rough. Okay. That was kind of rough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings: Two Towers to wrap up the trilogy, and that's in the fourteenth spot. So, 
for the three Lord of the Rings movies, Two Towers in number 14. Are, they are in the top 14 of all movies. And The Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars Episode 5, in the 8.7 Club. So we're at 15, and I've only not seen one movie. Yeah. Yeah, so so far we're doing pretty good. All right. Uh, the 8.6 Club, this is a big club. This goes from 16 to 25. Which might be where we cut it off. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have The Matrix. Yeah. Goodfellas. Yeah. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That one's real good. I recommend people see it. I haven't watched that in a long time. We watched that in, in, in high school. I recommend it. It's good. You, you'd like it, Eric. And you're going to recognize references. It's about a crazy and you're gonna place. See, you're going to see a young Jack Nicholson, a young Danny DeVito that you can barely even recognize as being Danny DeVito. And Freaking a young Nurse Ratched. Christopher Lloyd, young Christopher Lloyd. You're going to realize that Nurse Ratched is one of the oh, worst sorry. villains ever. Did you just say a young Christopher Lloyd? Yep. Yeah. I don't think that exists. You, no, he you does. He's in there. You will recognize He's him. in there, yeah. You will barely recognize Danny DeVito. The soundtrack and everything. Oh, it's good, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, he's in a he's in a mental institution and it's very they're very much abused. It's good, dude. It's really good. I recommend it. Uh here's one I definitely haven't seen. Seven Samurai from nineteen fifty four. This is a foreign film, which is probably why I haven't seen it. Yeah, Kurosawa. So, uh, the next movie is Seven. Fantastic movie, one of my favorites. You know that I actually haven't like watched all of that movie. Seven. I sat down and watched all of it. No. You will love it. Highly recommend it. Great. Movie. I know pretty much everything that happens, but <laughs> uh, but still, you got to sit down and watch it because it's so good. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, another one of my favorites. Put that right up there with Seven, actually. That's, just, that's that. gold. Love that movie. Uh, City of God from 2002. Now, I have not seen this. I've never even heard of it. What the fuck is that? Uh, based on the cast, this appears to be potentially foreign. In the slums of Riho, two kids' paths diverge as one struggles to become a photographer and the other a kingpin. Ah, so it's probably a rough movie. Which explains why it's probably up there. Uh, Life is Beautiful from 1997. I have not seen this. Yeah, we are getting to uh, quite a few movies I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have not seen this. This appears to be uh, open, an open-minded Jewish librarian, librarian and his son become victims of the Holocaust. He uses a perfect mixture of will, humor, and imagination to protect his son from the dangers around their camp. Uh, so that's going to be another rough one. All these freaking movies up here, dude. It's a Wonderful Life. Last time I sat down and watched that, Dan, and I reviewed that for our old movie podcast. I watched it at Christmas time this last year. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good, but you literally could cut. You could cut 40 minutes. The <laughs> first 40 minutes. Yeah, the first 40 minutes, you can get rid of it. You're not missing anything. But when it, it's one of those, but when it picks up, it's good. Really good. And then Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. I would have thought that would have been higher on the list. Nope. 
All right, let's end this with the 8.5 Club, because there's quite a few movies in here. It'll take us to number 47 on the list, and then we can wrap it up. So let's see how many of these we have seen. Starting with Saving Private Ryan. I saw that in school. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that in the theater. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw the the D-Day section in uh, at school. That might be my favorite war movie of all time. I'm not big on war movies. The ones I have seen, of course, are great. That might actually be my favorite one. That movie is crazy because it's Matt Damon. It was made before he got famous, but it came out after he was famous. (laughs) Yes, it did. Um, (laughs) It's got Vin Diesel. It's got Barry Pepper. It's got, uh, what's, uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot. Tom Sizemore's in it. There's there's quite a lot, yeah. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of famous ass people in it that you're just like, well, goddamn. And it was before many of them were famous. Yeah, it's good. A Spirited that's Away. A, that's a watch it at least once movie. Isn't you it? have to absolutely. Spirited Away. This is the highest anime film on here. I've seen this once. I don't have a lot of memory of it. I remember being mad when it won the the Oscar. What was it up against? This would have been 2001, so Monsters, Inc.? Uh, Emperor's New Groove? (laughs) Shrek, maybe? I think that's like 2001. Well, you do that. Interstellar. I still have not seen this. Same. Yeah, I haven't seen either. Okay, so we can't comment on that. Ah, The Green Mile. There's a movie that made me ugly cry. That's a rough movie. I recommend everybody watch it, though. But that ending is rough. Rough, rough, rough. Uh, Parasite from 2019. Definitely have not seen that. That's the, uh, oh yeah, that's the that's the class discrimination movie. Uh, it's Korean. Not seen it. Not sure I have interest in it. Here you go, Dan. Leon the Professional. Oh yeah. You love that movie. That's a great movie. We watched the extended edition too. <clears throat> that's Natalie Portman's first movie. It, that is, right? Isn't that her first it's- movie? If it's not her first, it's the first she got notoriety in. Yeah. It's so good. Her and Jean Reno, and then uh, Gary Oldman's the bad guy. Yeah, he's a good bad guy in that one, too. He is so... He's creepy in that one, because he does the... He has the drug he takes, and he goes, like, crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's so... It is good. It's really friggin' good. Uh, We have Harakiri... From 1962, I'm going to bet none of us have seen this. It's a Ronin movie. Is it Mer Kurosawa? It's uh, Masaki Kobayashi. Oh. Oh, I've seen... No, I haven't. (laughs) Jesus, Eric. (laughs) Come on now. All right, how about The Usual Suspects? Hell yeah. That's a great movie. We watched that on our old movie podcast, too. That's another great twist ending. Great twist ending. Because you don't see it coming. That's got a shit ton of famous people in it, too. 
And a few people that you never really see ever again. And Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> and Stephen Baldwin's in there. Uh, the Pianist from 2002, familiar with it, never saw it. I know it won Best Picture that year. That's all I can tell you about it. All right, the next two films are on our list. Back to the Future and Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Those are two of my personal favorites, actually. Terminator 2 Judgment Day might be the best action movie ever. Uh, yeah. In a world where Die Hard exists... I'll, Die I'll... Hard is great, but, like, as far as adventure goes... Okay, you never know, Die Hard is just shoot, shooty shooty. It doesn't have it doesn't have a car chase. Die Hard <laughs> is a great action movie, but Terminator Two is a better action adventure movie. There's I no will, adventure. I will stipulate to that. I will stipulate to that. Yes, I will agree with that. Okay. Um, I have never seen Modern Times from 1936. It's a Charlie Chaplin movie, so I'd probably love it. Because Charlie Chaplin movies are classic. But I have not seen it, so I cannot comment on it. Psycho from 1960. I have seen that. Saw it in high school. Yep. So did I. Actually, in the school, in my film class. Yeah, we watched it and analyzed it. That's a great, great movie. And I love that it's a uh, it's one of Hitchcock's best. The Lion King is next on the list. We've all seen that. American History X. That's another. Watch it once. Uh, that's such a rough movie, but I love 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 that movie. It's rough, but it's watch it so once. So rough. Uh, more Charlie Chaplin with City Lights from 1931. All right, here we go. Gladiator from 2000. Are you not entertained? I haven't watched that in a while. I just can't believe that was back in 2001. Yeah, it's... it's 2000. (laughs) 2000. Go back a year, Eric. Age yourself one more year. (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to. Because as 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 soon as you tried to make it newer than it was, I had to be the jerk. To point out Damn that, it. no, it's older. It's even older than that. Even if it is by one year, it doesn't matter. Remember uh, when Russell Crowe made good movies? Yeah, apparently it was back in 2000. <laughs> uh, this one's called Grave of the Fireflies from 1988. This is another anime movie, it looks like. I have not seen this. So I cannot comment on this one. And then we have Whiplash from 2014, which I haven't seen. Uh, The Departed from 2006, which I own. And then the last two are The Intouchables from 2011 and The Prestige from 2006. And I have not seen either of those. I think I was going to watch The Prestige at some point and never actually got around to it. Intouchables appears to be a foreign film, so again... I have to be in the mood for those. All right, so that was actually a pretty interesting list of what we have seen. And then I won't do the rest of the list, but I'll point out some other great movies that make the cut. Uh, Casablanca is in number 48. Rear Window at number 50. The original Alien 
at 52. There's Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's 55. Wally is on here at 61, followed by The Shining at 62, and Infinity War at 28, at uh, 63, 2018. Joker, 65. Here, there's Doctor Strange, Love, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, all in order there. Freaking Hamilton's on this list. All right, that's not a movie. That's a play. Get the hell out of here. All right, do you agree that Infinity War deserves to be ranked higher than Endgame? Because it is. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the same way why uh, Empire ranks ahead of Jedi. Kill Bill Volume 1 ranks ahead of Kill Bill Volume 2. Yep, yeah, I agree. Kill Bill, is, Kill Bill Volume 1 is much better than Volume 2. And then the 250th movie is Miracle and Cell Number 7 from 2019, whatever that is. But, so there you have it. All right, <clears throat> let's go to the TV shows. I'm not going to do all of these because I know some of them are like like the Planet Earth reality series and everything. So I'm going to do actual TV shows that are in IMDb's top tier. And since so many of them have a 9.0 rating or above... Let's talk about what has a 9.0 rating or higher and what we have seen. Who has ever seen Band of Brothers? I've seen the first two episodes and I didn't, <laughs> I've never seen any more. I just, it's a thing where I start it and then I just, something else happens. Well, it's a, it's a mini, it it's a mini series. I know my mom watched it and I know it was supposed to be very good, but now I haven't seen it. Planet Earth 2 is in first place, and Planet Earth is in second place. I've seen bits and pieces of those, of course. Uh, the fourth TV show is Breaking Bad with a 9.4. Seen that. I've seen the whole series. I've seen everything except the last fucking season. <laughs> That's when I watched it all. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to fucking watch it. It's just <clears throat> literally got up to season five, then... Netflix took forever to get it, and then just yeah, shit I, happened. I, I, I had to watch it elsewhere because Netflix didn't have it for a long time. Yeah. Well, when I started watching Breaking Bad, it was right around the point when season five was going to be coming to Netflix, and it arrived while I was watching the, sh the show. I remember it was actually Dan that was like, oh, you picked a perfect time because they're putting season five up in like three weeks. So, uh, Chernobyl, the... The HBO series, 2019, that's in fifth place. That I have not seen, but I've heard it's excellent. Again, it's another mini-series, so... I gotta watch a couple more of these mini-series. Even if they are long episodes, because it, it gets you through it, right? So you can appreciate stuff. Uh, the Wire from 2002 is in sixth place. I've been told that that is one of the greatest TV shows of all time period. Yeah. It's about the Baltimore drug scene. It's supposed to be have haven't excellent. seen a single episode. I have not either, but I've heard it is excellent. And I've heard from multiple people who I would trust that I would like it. Uh, again, we got more documentaries. Blue Planet 2, Our Planet, Cosmos, A Space-Time Odyssey, and then just Cosmos itself. So you've got the Neil Tyson Cosmos, you've got the... Uh, the Carl Sagan Cosmos. And then you get to Avatar The Last Airbender. And I watched that while we were doing the show. 
followed by Game of Thrones and The Sopranos, and then Rick and Morty. <laughs> so there you go. Avatar, Game of Thrones, Sopranos, and Rick and Morty all in a row. I will recommend all of those shows to people. All of them. I've uh, never seen The World at War, so I can't comment on that. I've uh, never seen The Last Dance. Stop me if you guys have seen something. Oh, The Last Dance was that docu-series about the Bulls. Yes. That came out last year. That was really good. That was very good. Uh, Life from 2009. That appears to be... That's a David Attenborough BBC wildlife show, so I'd probably love it. Uh, Scam 1992, the Harshad meta story. I've never even heard of this. This is about Bombay. So it's an it's an Indian show. So again, haven't heard of it, but that takes nothing away from it. All right, you ready for this next one, Eric? In nineteenth place with a nine point one rating, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yes. <laughs> And I know you're going to recommend that because I know even even Dan recommends that. It was so good, man. And, and you know, the thing is, <clears throat> before I watched Brotherhood, I watched the original and I could have swore that to me, nothing was going to beat the original. Like the original was a masterpiece. And then I watched Brotherhood and I was like, fuck me. <laughs> <What> <laughs> <the> <laughs> You know that's how I'm going to do it, right? When I finally watch it, is I'm going to watch the original and then I'm going to sit down and watch Brotherhood and do the comparison. Oh, yeah, do the comparison because, trust me, it's a, it's a total mindfuck. I still prefer the ending to the original than I do the, like Brotherhood, but that's just because I'm a masochist. Okay. I hate myself for whatever fucking reason. Okay. All right, well, I'll update you guys on this show. Clarkson, <laughs> Clarkson's Farm, an Amazon original. Looks like that's a reality show. That's got a 9.0 rating. Uh, the Vietnam War from 2017, another docuseries. Sherlock. I've never seen Sherlock. I know Dan has. Yep. And I know you say it's great. It's great. Especially because it's like it's three episodes a season, but they're all feature length. So it's yeah, like you're watching a movie around. trilogy. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I want to check that out. If it's only 15 episodes, then yeah, I'll, I'll make it a point to watch it, even if they are that long. How about The Twilight Zone? God, what a classic TV series. One of the original well, horror series, it, right? Is this, is, this the, is this the OG Twilight Zone? 1959 to 1964. Is there a new Twilight Zone that I don't know about? Dave, uh, it's been like three or four different versions of it. Yeah, but this is the original, original. Rod Sterling narrator. Uh, yeah, that's the only one that I know of. The People Are Pigs, Terror at 30,000 Feet, uh, Talking Tina. I'm Talking Tina, and I Don't Like to You. Serve, to, to Serve, serve Man. Man. Oh, it's such a great series. There was, was the one, time actually, I saw one. I saw one in middle school. It's like something about a street. Essentially, like... All electronic items in a street go out, and everyone goes crazy with conspiracies. Oh yeah. Oh, then there's the the, the other really good one. It's the uh, the neighborhood. There's threat of a nuke, 
nuclear bomb goes off and you start seeing all the worst of their of them come out as they fight over how they're going to survive and then it turns out that it was either a hoax or something or it's not going to happen and now they have to deal with going back to normal life seeing how scummy they were that's always one of those things i thought about with the purge movies right what happens the next day <laughs> i saw that meme right where it's like i want a movie about the purge where the guy goes into work and realizes that Kevin from accounting got killed last night. Now he has to cover his job. Or he realized <laughs> Kevin from accounting is the guy that raped his wife last night. Yeah. By the way, that's another thing, right? How come whenever it's all crime is legal, it's always about killing people. If all crime was legal, I'd be stealing yeah. and I'd be downloading. I, dude, <laughs> m- murdering people would be probably the last on my list of things to do that are illegal on a day where anything is legal. Nah, dude. Yeah. I'd own the entire I, I, Library of Congress on my computer at that point. <laughs> like, like, that's what I'd be doing, right? Yeah, but could they bust yeah. you the next day because you have this stuff, right? Just because but it was legal when I got it, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not legal for you, you to guys have are it thinking now, though. Too small. You're thinking too small. What you need to do is all that insider trading bullshit. On that <laughs> fucking day. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Get all this information. Fucking money laundering right on that day. It's legal. It's fine. Yeah. Well, that's what you do is you mix it up. Like you go, here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to offload all my Amazon stock and then I'm going to kill Jeff Bezos on Purge Day. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can't argue with that. I can't I can't argue with that, yeah. Um the other the other shows to wrap this up were uh Blue Planet, of course. Uh Persona, I've heard of this. That's the um the guy's got Alzheimer's or something and he's going after criminals. It's a fo- it's a foreign deal. I think it's Russian or Oh wait, is this the one that has like multiple personalities in, inside of him or whatever and he kidnaps a girl or whatever? I think so, yeah. It's prob- I've seen trailers. It's probably really good. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm thinking of a movie. Yeah, that's the movie. That's the um, M. Night Shyamalan movie where oh. McAvoy's crazy, right? Yeah. He, so, that, so that he becomes the real bad guy for the shat, for the uh, Unbreakable universe or whatever? Yeah, something like that. Uh, Human Planet and Frozen Planet are on here. And then the last movie in the Nine and Higher Club, or last TV show, I should say, is Batman the Animated Series. Hells yeah. Uh, which is so effing good. I've seen every episode of that at least twice. All right, other shows that are on the list that you guys would appreciate include Firefly at number 29, Death Note at number 33, Cowboy Bebop at number 35. Hunter x Hunter's on here, Eric. 39. Attack on okay. Titans on need- here, too, at number 41. I need to finish off Attack on Titans. If you're looking oh, for The Office... They need to finish off Attack on Titans. Yeah, they need... Because then, yeah, so, then I want to watch it. If you're looking for The Office, it's at number 42. That's the U.S. version? Or the UK? Yep, the U.S. version. Gravity Falls at number 47. I gotta watch that. That's I know that's a Disney show, and I heard it's great. And it's done, too, so that's another one. Uh, Seinfeld is number 50. Hey, The Flying Circus. Monty Python's Flying Circus at number 51. Friends at number 53, which we'll all agree is too high. 
Hey, Twin Peaks, you like that, right, Dan? Twin Peaks, yep. the OG series, that's number 58. Right under Black Mirror. Loki Ooh, makes Black- the cut. Loki makes the cut at number 61. Yes, Black Mirror, number 57. Oh, I remember Freaks and Geeks. That was another Hell show. Hell yeah, that, that was so good. That needed that needed more seasons than what we got. Chappelle Show and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia are number 66 and number 67, right after Freaks and Geeks. And they're followed by One Punch Man, <laughs> which I need to start watching. Mando shows up at number 72. There's that Invincible show at number 71. Peaky Blinders is on here, too, at 69. Nice. Nice. Better Call Saul in the West Wing, 74 and 75. Dragon Ball Z, 79. And then Dragon Ball Z again (laughs) at 96, because we're rating the original version and then the Americanized version for some reason are separate. Well, because they're basically two different fucking stories. They really are, yeah. Yeah, and then let's let's go all the way down. What's the 250th TV show? It's called Erased from 2016. Okay, that's cool. Oh, and there's your British office. It's number 245, so it's still... And th- by the way, that's 8.5 or higher from 250. So, like, these are still shows with really good ratings. Hey, Hunter x Hunter's on here twice, because anime. <laughs> Multiple stuff. <laughs> All right, I found something fun I wanted to do on the show. It's an article. It's an, it's kind of an old article, but these are just fun. Real names of fictional characters you may not have known. So I'm going to name the character. You tell me if you know what their real name is. There's 23 of them, okay? All right, the first character is Barbie. Barbara. It's Pikachu. Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. Millicent Roberts. And that was the creator's daughter, Ruth Handler, named her after her daughter. Barbie's just a nickname. Uh, How about Ken? Do we know Ken's real name? He's Kenneth? Well, yes, but he's got a whole name. Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Sean Carson, again, named after her son, which was Kenny. Kenny! Oh! How about the wonderful Wizard of Oz's real name? I'm sure they did it in that prequel movie they made. I believe it was actually in the book. But it is Oscar, Zorester, Fradig, Isaac, Norman, Henkel, Emmanuel, Ambrose, Diggs. How the fuck were we supposed to guess that? (laughs) Do you know what that comes to? Oz Pinhead. If you do the initials. Oz Pinhead. I was like, I see Oz, and then I'm starting to... And then you lost me. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Cap and Crunch. Cap and Crunch. He's James got... Tiberius Crunch. James Tiberius Crunch. <laughs> Shit, is that going to be the title of the episode? <laughs> Should I make it James Tiberius Crunch and just people will be like, what the hell are they talking about? 
Why not? Could, could make the title goofy. His full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. Wow. Horatio? Horatio yeah. Magellan Crunch. That's how Captain McAllister on The Simpsons, who's known as the Sea Captain, they actually say his name in the first episode, Captain McAllister, but his first name's actually Horatio, and that's where they got it from. What's from Captain Crunch? All right. Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Shaggy's oh, a nickname. Come on. It's not Shaggy? No, he's got a real name. And it was it was in the cartoon series. It's canon. Do you, do you, should I ruin this for you, Eric? Oh my god. I, it's probably like Sean something. No, it's not. It's oh, uh it's right. No, you're gonna hate it. Oh god, yeah. just look it up. <laughs> oh, Dan, oh, say god. it. Dan, say it. Norville Rogers. I fucking hate you guys. Why do you do this? You ruined Shaggy for me. His name is Norville. No, the Shaggy power memes ruin Shaggy. This don't even make sense. But memes don't usually make sense. Family. Alright, the man with the yellow hat from Curious George. Is this just the author's name? Well, it's Ted Shackleford. Rusty Shackleford? Yes! Ted Mosby. Oh, this one's good. Mr. Peanut has a real name. Jeez. (laughs) He's got, it's five names, because of course it is. Does it spell peanut somehow, even though it's only got five? No. <laughs> uh, peanut is the official last name. His name is Bartholomew Richard Fitzgerald Smythe Peanut. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I, I can't. Oh, I'm not done yet. Hold on. Okay, our next two are Uncle Pennybags and the Monopoly Policeman. They have real names. Do you know what they are? Pennybags is his last name. Pennybags is his last name. He has a first name, though. It's like Milton, maybe, or something? You're close. Milburn. You, Milburn? Yeah, you were right out. Yeah, you were right there, yeah. Milburn. Which, of course, came from Milton. So, yes. Do you know the police officer's name? He has an, a regular-ass name. Same like Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Office, <laughs> Officer Edgar Mallory. Which actually yeah. sounds like a cop name, doesn't it? Um, Officer Mallory? Officer Mallory, yeah. Okay. Winnie the Pooh. He did not start as Winnie the Pooh. So it's named after Winnipeg, the city in Canada. But what's his actual, like, character name? I have no idea. Alright, uh... So you guys are familiar with Full Metal Alchemist, so I can do this. His real name is Edward... Edward. Edward Bear. Big Brother. <laughs> Christopher Robin. Am I ruining people's childhoods right now? Greetings. I have more childhoods to ruin. Uh, Peppermint Patty from the Peanut Strip. This is in the comic. There's actually a comic where she says what her real name is during giving a speech. <clears throat> is her name Patricia? Something. Patricia Reichert. 
How about Alf? Our favorite oh, alien Alf puppet. He says it on the show. Uh, yeah, he tells it. I can't remember it. It's uh, alien life form is what Alf that's is. What, that's what ALF. Says. But his, yeah. he says his real name. It's Gordon Shumay. Shumway. He says it on from the, the show. From the planet of Melmac. From the planet Melmac. Okay, how about Guy Smiley, the game show host from Sesame Street? Like most game show hosts, it's just a, a stage name. I'm going to guess he's Jewish because his real name is Bernie Liederkrantz. <laughs> so I think he's Jewish. He actually said that to the count. He said, they call me Guy Smiley because I changed my name from Bernie Liederkrantz. And it's like, okay, well, I would have too. And this has been confirmed on Wired by Cookie Monster himself. But Cookie Monster has an actual name. I, I know Eric's hating this right now. Eric's just miserable. <laughs> I, I'm just like, oh my god, what are you guys doing? <laughs> His name is Sid. It's his real name. His name is Sid. Okay, that's not terrible. Oh, Mr. Snuffleupagus has a first name, too. It's Aloysius. Because of course it is. This one's actually kind of funny. The Pillsbury Doughboy's real name is Poppin' Fresh. Which is how they've addressed him before. Alright, the guy from Operation has a name. The guy that you operate on. Yeah, he's got. He a doesn't game. need him, but he's got he one. Just be patient zero. No, cavity Sam. Jesus Christ! <laughs> First name cavity, last name Sam. <laughs> All right, the next one's Jughead. Jughead Jones has a real name. Oh, I used to know it too. Oh. Yeah, it's like super proper. Forsyth P. Jones the third. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why he wears the crown, because he's like in that kind of a family. Right. Where he he prefers like his nickname. Uh, Mr. Clean has a first name. This was given to him in a contest. The winner was Veritably. So his official name is now Veritably Clean. Because of <laughs> course it is. Uh, the comic book guy from The Simpsons. He has a real name. He says yeah, it to. Yeah, we've even done it. We've yeah, he says it. it to Ned Flanders, Jeff Albertson. He's... But you can call me Comic Book Guy. And Matt Groening was pissed because that wasn't his original idea. He wanted his name to be Lewis Lane. That okay. would have been hilarious, actually. <laughs> All right, and then the Michelin Man. His real oh, name. Uh... Is is uh, Bibembo or something like that? Bibendum, yes. Bibendum, yes. Bibendum, yep. Bibendum. Uh, the Pringles guy, his first name is Julius. And it's Mrs. an actual person. Yeah, Julius Pringles. There's an actual person that that's based upon. And he's a major car collector, and he has TV shows Yep. about, about fancy old cars. And he's the Pringles guy. And then Mrs. Buttersworth's first name is Joy. Mm-hmm. That's right. one I thought of, because it's from a show that's been dear to me for a long time. And that's Bull from Night, Night Court. Oh, yeah? 
His real first name is Nostradamus. Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> so have you seen some of the uh, the real names of celebrities? Some of them who clearly don't go by those those names. Some of them are obvious. Like Katy Perry is a stage name because her real name is Katy Hudson. Mm-hmm. So she didn't want to be mistaken she for even, Kate Hudson. She even released albums as Katy Hudson. Uh, Albert Brooks. We all know who Albert Brooks is, right? Yeah, Albert Einstein. Yeah, his real name's Albert Einstein. He's like, yeah, I'm going to change that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's some here's some obvious ones here. Joaquin Phoenix, his real name is Joaquin Bottom. <laughs> so I would change that but his, too. But his brother became River Phoenix, and then that became the acting family name. Yes, Phoenix. So uh, Chevy Chase's real name is Cornelius Crane Chase. Wow, that's a a lot. Yeah, that triple C going on trip. Uh, Olivia Wilde's real name is Olivia Jane Cockburn. <laughs> I let her do that. Wait, what? No, wait. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I don't blame some of them. Whoopi Goldberg's real name is Karen Johnson. Really? Yeah. C-A-R-Y-N. Oh, Dan, they tell me what Hulk Hogan's real name is. No, Terry Bollea? Yep. Did you know that, Eric? That That's Hulk no. Hogan's real name? Terry Bollea? Is Terry? Yeah, it's Terry. I mean, Are you going to die from dysentery? <laughs> wow. Uh, that's, oh, this is that's fucking wild. Like, why are people changing their <clears throat> names? And then you're like, oh, oh. I mean, I knew, like, Hulk or whatever was, like, his, his like, stage presence. But I didn't realize he, like, had changed his fucking name. Ooh, I got one. What's Elvira's real name? Oh, I used to know this one, too. Cassandra Peterson. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. That's the ticket. It's actually kind of some of this is actually kind of fascinating when you see what their their real names are. Oh yeah, here's Gene Simmons with that wonderful Jewish name. Hi, yeah. Wits. Yeah, I would have changed that too. Uh, I know Eric's just like I can't do this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to me? Hey, do you know what Michael Keaton's real name is? Come Mike, on. Michael Douglas. <laughs> That's why he changed it. Makes sense, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, when it's the son of the Kirk Douglas that you're the Kirk Douglas mm-hmm. you're competing with, yeah. All right, I've got one for you guys. This will be the last list we do on this show, and this should take us to the end of the show. These are IMDb's top 100 video games of all time. How many have you played? Are you ready? We're yes. Worth? Yeah, We're... let's do this. Okay. We're going from 100 to 1. So here's... We're starting with Pokemon Go. 
Played it. Yes. Still play it to this day. Borderlands 2 at number 99. Yep. Yep. Okay. That was easy. All right, number 98, Divinity Original Sin 2. Played it. I have it, but I have not played it because I haven't beaten the first one yet. (laughs) Okay, yeah, let me recap that. I have it. I haven't beaten it, but I have played uh, the beginning of it. Okay. It's D&D style, right? Basically? It is D&D-ish, yes. Okay, so I'd probably like that. Uh, Number 97, Dishonored. Played it. Played it. Okay, you guys... guys... Underrated, very good. You guys are going to have way more than me, which is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Number 96, Final Fantasy VII. Played oh, it. my God. Uh, of course, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. I've ha- I mean, I beat Remake, which is only not even a third of the first third. Yep. Because <laughs> they're getting but more. But I have not beaten the regular version either, so. Number 95, Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I have not played it. Okay. Black Flag's probably the best of the old style ones. So. I would like that because it's got pirates and I like pirates. Yeah, it's about pirates. Okay, number 94. Monkey Island 2 LeChuck's Revenge. I have played a little bit of it, but I haven't gone through it. Only Monkey Island I played completely is the original one. I've never played a Monkey Island game, but they seem like they'd be up my alley. They seem like party games, so I never actually picked it up. So another one I have not played. Okay. Well, it's a point-and-click adventure game from the 90s series. Yeah. So, And those can be a lot of fun. <clears throat> Number 93, Burnout 3 Takedown. I mean, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Those aren't my types, types of games, and that's a no from me. Number 92. Yeah, racing is very yeah, rough for me. Yeah, there's, you gotta... You've got to, I think everyone has their realism versus arcade and the balance they like. And for me, there's only a couple of games that reached what I like, and it's the Forza series. So Forza and Need for Speed have been, like, the grails for me. But, like, Need for Speed Underground, where you can customize your, your Oh, stuff. Need for Speed Underground was fucking sweet. There should be three genres that capitalize on it. There should be the one that gets it the most realistic... The one that takes it the most off the wall arcade, and then the one that finds the balance, and those are always those should always be your successful franchises. All right, uh, number ninety two is Fallout Two. I have not two Fallout Two. I have not played Fallout Two. Okay, I've started Fallout One. I own played- the Fallout collection. You know okay. what? I think there was a time where they like all those old fallouts were free on the website. Yeah, I I have the um, Bethesda launcher, and I got all the Fallout games. I just didn't I haven't played it. There was no reason for me to play it at the time. Well, I, play, I play all the 3D ones. I play 76 every fucking day. I do my dailies. Holy shit! Do you play 76? Yeah. I will join you the next time. Oh, I play, play on PS. You... I play on PS4, but oh, uh, okay. All right. I no, mean, no, no, I can't no. play. I can't play it on PC because I have uh, pass. Is it crossplay? Uh, I think if it's any any PC game will work anyway, because it's it's part of uh, whatever Microsoft Pass, like Game Pass. So. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I could. I'd be starting at level one and not my like one forty that I have. 
All right, we're, we're going to have to talk later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this one's on my hit list to play. I have not played this, but I really want to. Number 91, Undertale. Yeah, I haven't played it, but I know so much about it because so many people like it so much that they it ends up on people's lists and things on YouTube and stuff. The sa- yeah, I've, I've heard the soundtrack, and it's fantastic. Yeah, Rebecca owns it, and she has it on her computer. Eventually, I will get around to playing it, but I have to wait for her to go to work. But she works at home on her computer, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Number 90. This is one of Eric's favorites. League of Legends. Never heard of it. What are you talking about? I don't play that daily. Your love-hate relationship for League of Legends is legendary. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's I only like, played it for a few hours, and I never understood what was going on, really. Like, it didn't make sense. Like, I understand the idea, and I'm just like, why are nothing bad guys killing me so easily? This is dumb. Yup. All right. Number 89 is Mega Man 3. Here's the thing. I, I'm pretty sure I have played every Mega Man but I can't remember which ones I have beaten okay Okay, I've beaten zero (laughs) yeah that's an easy one for me Uh, no 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 that's not true I've beaten one Mega Man X on Super Nintendo that's the only one Um, but I've clunked away most of them probably I've died in all of them (laughs) I mean I've got that going for me right (laughs) Uh, number 88. I mean, oh, go. Sorry, sorry. I was like, if you don't die in a Mega Man game, are you even playing a Mega Man game? No. <laughs> Mega Man, uh, Castlevania, yeah. You're going to die. Uh, number 88, Soul Calibur. Yes. Play yeah, it. I played a few of them. Okay. This I've the, beaten like one and two. I don't know about any beyond that. Yeah, this is the original one. Yeah. Successor to Soul Edge. It's an interesting story. It's not it's, as far as crazy convoluted fighting game storylines go. This one's actually pretty solid. There's a there's a few magic swords. There's an evil one. There's a good one, and like everyone's fighting to get the right magical item. Okay. <clears throat> um, Thief Two: The Metal Age at number eighty-seven. I have only played the Thief relaunch that came out in like the 360 yeah i haven't played this but that sounds like that sounds like it'd be a lot of fun um yeah i haven't played any of thief games i won't even yeah it says the anti-hero wouldn't even consider the possibility of saving the world unless the end of the world meant no more houses to steal from like that's awesome (laughs) Yeah, it's a stealth game because you're you're going around and stealing things. And yeah, you stealth games can be a lot of fun. You stumble upon some things. And you know, you to, you when know. you do those Arkham challenges, I yeah. like the stealth ones way more than the action ones. They're fun because they require. Yeah, because strategy. like I can I can win fights, but like you want me to do all kinds of crazy shit in the fights, and I can't do that. But, but you can... give me some time to think about what I'm going to do in a. Stealth oh yeah, section, I that's can be done. Um, yeah, I can do good. I can do good strategy stuff. All right, uh, number eighty-six, Sim City two thousand. Oh yeah, 
This is the one that was on the second one. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, I have not played that. It was the first one that took more of a 3D approach to how it looked. Um, So it was more like an isolinear look. Yeah, because they've got screenshots and stuff, too, on the list, so I can... And you could just burn your city to the ground if you weren't happy with it. I mean, you could do that in every uh, every home. Uh, (laughs) All of them. Yeah. Uh, this one is called Inside, number 85. Uh, I haven't actually played it, but I know about it. And I think I even have it. They say it's a combination of Mario and Werner Herzog. It's an yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a side-scroller game, but you can like take over the minds of other characters to complete the puzzles. That sounds like fun. Uh, number 84, Contra. I've played a few of them. I think I only beat the first one once with a friend. So My buddy Mark from uh, United We Fan Podcast, he and I played it on Xbox. We did the Extra Life Code, and then we beat the game together. And we were both down to our last lives. So that's t- Yeah, that's how it goes. Like, so it took you guys 48 of your 50 lives goodbye? Basically, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Because this, this is—I feel like it's a common thing uh, with this game, right? Like, you play very loose in the beginning, where if you die a few times, you're like, ah, whatever. And then you start to get more serious as your life starts to diminish, and you see that number go down. And you're just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> like, you die twice in the first stage. You're like, whoopsie, my bad. And then by the fourth or by the end, you're like, if I die, I'm gonna be so pissed off. And it's at the part of the game where it's the most difficult it is, and there's bullets everywhere <clears throat> coming at your face. Yeah. Uh, but it's so much fun. Number 83, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Oh, yeah. That's the one I probably played the most. I never owned played it, it, though. But never, yeah. I never owned it, but... Everybody I know owned it, so. I had it on PC, actually, at one point. Uh, yeah, Gorilla Radio, man. Boom, 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 Mike check. Right when you started up. Hell yeah. Number 82, Monster Hunter World. Yes. I've never played the Monster Hunter games, but they seem like so much fun. Dude, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Uh, let me tell you how many hours I have in Monster Hunter World. Jesus. Here we I mean, go. If, you, if you have a PlayStation 5 and have PlayStation Plus, you can have it for free. Okay, Monster Hunter World. On the PC, I have put in 467 hours. Nice. Nice. It's almost 420 or 469. Oh damn! Now I gotta work to something. <laughs> yeah, but two two more two more hours, and at least you'll have sixty nine. There you go. Nice. Number eighty one, Resident Evil Two, the remake. Oh yeah, the remake. The remake. I, I own it. I have not played it. <laughs> I have. A, I still have a couple of games like that. I need to. Yeah. Number That's sad. I, I own a whole shit ton of games, and I haven't played a lot. Of them. <laughs> Number eighty, System Shock Two. I have not played I think this. I've, 
played some of the first one, but I haven't played played that. Number 79, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Okay, come on. That's like... That's not fair. Like, everybody's played that. It's great. (laughs) Uh, Number 78, this is another one on my hit list, Persona 5. I have not played... the first chunk. I have Strikers, but I have not played Persona 5. I hear it's great. Yeah, I got through the first section, um, and I haven't touched it in over a year. But it's really good. I just need to get into it again. That's the thing with those games. You need to be into playing that game because you're, it's a time sink. You're going to be spending a lot of fucking time playing that game. Speaking of a lot of time people spend playing games, at number 77, Fortnite. Oh, fuck that game. I'm <laughs> sad that I've played it. Yeah, I've played it. It's one of those things where it's free, right? So why not? And then you, you go in there and you're like, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but they perfected their model. I give them credit. Oh, no, they're very successful. Now they do, like, full concerts inside the game. I know. It's nuts. Uh, Number 76, Fable 2. Yeah, played that, beat that a couple times. Yeah. It's fun. The first time I played Fable, and not not Fable 2, but the first time I played Fable, I'm just like, Jesus, this is a series that's going to be, like, amazing. And we're getting a new one. Finally. All right, we're a quarter of the way through the list at number seventy-five, GoldenEye 007. Oh, obviously. Yes. God, I still I still play it. At number seventy, I, oh, go ahead. I couldn't I couldn't use the controls now. I could still oh, no, do it. Oh no, the N sixty four controller if you have to use. Yeah, it's it it is not a fun controller, but I can still do it. But it's still so much fun. Number 74, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Pretty sure I've only played the original N64 Smash, so... I love Smash Bros. Smash Bros. is a missed opportunity, though, because they're, uh, the story mode in the game is really lame, and with all those characters, you had so much potential to do something else. Well, the conceit of the game is it's a kid playing with his toys of his favorite video games. Right. So. But now it's an entire world experience. And I have an idea for a show. I'm going to start mapping it out a little bit, too. It's going to become a fan fiction, and then I'm going to fall into that rabbit hole. And somebody's already doing a fan fiction, but I has an idea that would work as a limited-run anime series. And then they all fuck. No. Jesus Christ. Well, right. Bye, bye, Butterfree. <laughs> Number 73, The Elder Scrolls V. Skyrim. So uh, you want to know how many hours I put into that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> a thousand? Oh, like, I mean, uh, the game uh, is approaching ten years old later this year. I, I so. can't remember which one's older. Is it is it Elder Scrolls or Grand Theft Auto Five at this point? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Skyrim oh, came out on eleven, eleven, eleven. Skyrim is hitting ten. Skyrim's years old. older. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto okay. Five, Grand Theft Auto Five would have came out that year or twenty twelve. Anyway, they're both games that are still well. 
Skyrim went down in price eventually, but like fucking Grand Theft Auto is still fifty bucks. GTA Five came out September seventeenth, twenty thirteen. That's twenty thirteen. Okay, so nearly two years after. Uh, okay. okay, okay. I just I don't know why, but I had that feeling that they came out around the same time. I feel. I mean, they've both been around forever. Okay, we've been waiting on a new Elder Scrolls game forever. We've been waiting on a new great uh, GTA forever. Yep. The issue is both of them found a better way to make money. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They just people buying them shock cards. <laughs> I mean, good on them, but like, I want my stories. All right, number seventy-two, XCOM UFO Defense. Yes, I hate it. I mean, I love it. I fucking hate it. That's the original one. Yeah, the original, the original, original. Um, I do own it. It's so hard, dude. It's so hard. I feel like if you lose a particular unit in any match, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Uh, 71. Suicoden 2. Psychoden, I believe. Psychoden. Psychoden, yeah. Psychoden? Uh, I have not. RPG, yeah. I have not played that. Me either. Number 70, Battlefield 1942. Oh, I yes. played the shit out of that in high school. You guys are way up on this list than I am, but that's what I expected. Uh, number 69. Nice. Nice. Dota 2. Oh, it was nice, and then you mentioned Dota 2. <laughs> Is... It's at its best when you're playing with a team of five friends. Well, guess I'm not playing. Yeah, pretty I don't much. Ha- I don't have five of those. Think of... The best way I can describe League... Uh, League uh, Dota 2 is <laughs> League of Legends, except when you die, you also lose your money. Oh. I'm and out. The whole thing is, like, you go back and you purchase items... And in League of Legends, when you die, you at least get to keep your money so you can purchase a new item. But if you die in Dota 2 before you purchase a new item, that's it. All that money that you were saving up to get that new item is now gone. Hmm. The only MOBA I actually enjoyed was, uh, what is the other? Smite. I enjoyed Smite. Smite is good. Because I would play as one of the fire gods and just rain fire down on fuckers. (laughs) Make it rain. (laughs) Uh, number 68, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yes. I've played it a couple times with my sister. Uh, it's fun. It's Mario Kart. It's fun. I I want to say it's the best Mario Kart. The only thing that I wish that they bring back is the battle mode that they had in um, 64. Yeah. I mean, it has a battle mode, but it's not the same. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it's like, like it's... timed with the balloons, and then you come back and you got to go for more balloons. Yeah. I like the elimination I'll, style better. Yeah, the the, the new one is great because it has all, it has the retro tracks and reimagined tracks. Yeah, because it's like, well, this is like the DS version, so we made it, you know, so it looks okay on an actual console. And unlike <laughs> unlike Smash Brothers, where you can play as Link or Inklings or Isabel, you can play as Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. Is like those games like 
cart and stuff, they should be like the Smash. Like, bring in everybody, dude. Like, I know, it'd be so much fun. It's not like they don't have to even play differently. Like, you have your, like, your three kinds of drivers, right? So you have Lonk. You have your speed drivers, your power driver, and your whatever, right? And your yeah, there's no real, there's no real difference there. The heavyweights, so, like, middleweights. You, yeah, so you just you just do what you do. Junior heavyweights. Yeah. Bring in your twelve. Freaking <laughs> fire emblem characters, and they're all the same kind of yeah. driver. <laughs> Marth and Roy and Ike and Crom and they're all they're all. Or is Crom uh, the the other guy? The average driver. One of them's from Xenoblade, and I can't remember because they they mesh to me. Or Shulk is Xenoblade. That's Shulk. Yeah, Crom is Fire Emblem because of course it is. All right, uh, number sixty-seven, Star Wars Jedi Knight Two Jedi Outcast. Ooh. Played, it. Played it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, number sixty-six, Spelunky. Played it. Have not. Oh, it looks interesting. Okay. Uh, number sixty. One of many games where you would go into like a cave and through a cave system. Yeah. Down through. The... Guy kind of oh, looks like. like uh, guy kind of looks Tierra. like Andy. Yeah, it's okay. Looks fun. Here we go. We're getting classic here. Number sixty-five, Donkey Kong. Yep. Classic yep. arcade game. Still fun to play. As short as it is, it's still fun. Number 64, The Sims. Yes, not my favorite game. I don't like The Sims. I'll occasionally play around with The Sims, but I get I get bored with it. <clears throat> That's my only thing. I go through uh, times where I play it nonstop for like a month, and then I won't touch it for a year, two years. Yeah, th- I've done that too. But I want to do, do something. Uh, Roller coaster tycoon. I want to do that with the nerd table, though. I want to put a couple of group members in a, and make like a reality show elimination house. Make us all live together, and then just see how we interact with each other, and then we vote out. We vote people out. Because you can you can find like mods of Sims. That, that are, like, famous people. Like, just two that I found off the top of my head are A.J. Lee, the wrestler, and uh, Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory. So I could do, like, a reality show and have... Because you can do up to eight in a house and have, like, eight fictional characters interacting with each other and just see what happens and then put that on Twitch and then turn that into, like, a reality show. Because Dan had an idea like that that I was really enjoying. The five main WrestleTalk hosts, he put us in a house together. And all we would do is play video games because he gave us all the gamer attributes, so we would just play video games all day. Which is probably what we'd be doing in real life. And you made Ellis a creeper. Yep. Uh, that's fun. Number 63, Rock Band. Yeah, of we talked. I talked. We just talked about this on a previous episode. I miss it. I want to play it again. If they release anything new with that genre anytime in the f- near future, I'm getting it. I've already decided. I feel like it's got to come back around, right? Because there's a there's like a trend. Right now, I think it's Beat Saber, which is taking the place of Rock Band and uh, DDR. But eventually that will grow old and then 
it'll go through its cycle and eventually DDR will come back. It's going to make a comeback yeah. and then we're going to be like, yup, there we go. Yep. Everything is everything has a cycle. You're right. Number 62, Red Dead Redemption 2. Playing yes. it right now. <laughs> it's so great. Right now you're hit, doing a podcast, damn it. It hit PS Now and this is literally the game I've been playing recently. There you go. Because who doesn't love a game with horse balls? It's so good, though. Oh my god! It's so beautiful. The game looks fucking amazing. Right, the horse balls. Yeah. (laughs) It's fun, yeah. Uh, Number 61, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Yes. I only played the last couple of Splinter Cell games. Yeah, can't uh, can't comment on these. So at the beginning... This is the one for the release. Uh, was released in 2011. That might be one of the ones I've actually played. Then I played all of the ones for the PlayStation and PlayStation Two. Question mark. Okay. Damn, you guys are you guys are you guys are the bigger gamers on the show than I will ever be. That's why I'm trying to play through some of the classic libraries. All right, number 60, a familiar name, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Yep. I played it. I'm not a fan of that one. I liked it. It's different. It's just... I wish it's you could hard. just throw Mario. Baby Mario's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Get used to the sound of Baby Mario crying because <laughs> you're going to hear it every three seconds. <laughs> And you know what? Somehow that's still less annoying than, hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole thing on that. Oh, Most man. annoying video game characters of all time. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Silent Hill 2 at number 59. I played all the Silent Hill games. I've only beaten like two of them. Uh, they are all very creepy. They're fun. Do you count, like, what do you count as beating it? Like getting the actual good ending, or Listen, you count just getting the dog ending? Getting <laughs> a ending counts uh, <laughs> got, for me. I need an where ending. It all, where it was all a Shiba Inu messing around with levers. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Number fifty-eight: Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh yeah, that yeah. one's so much fun. The only thing I wasn't crazy about in that game was how long it took you to get to advance the story by doing the gang warfare. Because you had to, like, take over the entire territory. And I remember I got kind of bored with that, too. Because that's that's just another one where it's just, here's a wave of enemies, kill them all. And I'm like, alright, I'm doing this too much. But... But that one, that one had one of my some of my favorite soundtracks too, because I would always put on the rock station. It was all the early '90s stuff, so you could listen to Guns N' Roses and Alice in Chains and freaking uh, Faith No More. Yeah, dude, freaking yeah, Epic would be on there. And you'd be Epic, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, was, I loved it. It was the only station and I would ever listen to. And how about you can have it? Love it. Number fifty-seven, Mass Effect. Hell yeah. Played that recently because of that remake trilogy came out. Cause it could. Yep, I bought it. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the middle of uh, Mass Effect 2 and I just stopped. 
Number 56, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Hell yeah. First game I ever got for the PS4. That's I probably have. the best Call of Duty game. Okay. I'll keep that in mind because I have never played a Call of Duty game, but if I'm going to, I'll pick the best one. Modern Warfare, yeah. Uh, number 55, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Yes. That's the second in the new Tomb Raider trilogy. Yes. Let's see how many hours I got in this one. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I just beat it and cleaned up some achievements, so, like, I'm probably nowhere near you then in that case. Oh, no. You said Rise of the Tomb Raider? Yeah. Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider only got 11 hours. Never mind. Okay. Which means you might not have even beaten it. No, I have not. Ah, uh, here we the go. Other one. 13 minutes into Shadow of a Tomb Raider. Oh, got a good one. Got a good one. Number 54, Batman Arkham City. Hell yeah. God, I love that yes. game. Love, love, love that game. So much fun. Number 53, a game called The Witness. Yes, uh, it's a puzzle game. Very good. Is it? Ooh, okay. I've never heard of this. This sounds oh, This sounds fun. It's a, it's a puzzle game where you, you actually learn like a story while you're going through it. Um, but it's a puzzle game where you get these boards and you have to like fill in the lines with the boards and there comes different things that happen. Like sometimes you'll get to a point where every time you move it, there will be a mirrored side on the other side that's also moving when you're doing it. Ooh. And it's it's very good. Okay. And it's you could beat it in a day if you have the day. Okay. If you don't have the day, you could take a weekend. It's not not that long. Okay, but it sounds fun. Check that out. <clears throat> Number fifty-two, Journey. That was a PS3 game where you literally just walk forever, <laughs> and it's just it's beautiful. There's no real story or anything going on. You don't fight or anything. Um, it's just a beautiful. Like, they said it's a poetry come to life. Yeah. All right, and number fifty-one, Uncharted Two: Among Thieves. That is the best Uncharted. I haven't played any of the Uncharted games. Ooh, they're worth it. They are all four of them. The four are worth it. I haven't played the the one, the the side one with the with the Goyles, even though they're they're two of the best characters actually. Um. But yeah, it's worth it. All right, top percentage time, top 50. Here we go. Number 50, Overwatch. Yes, played it. I have not played it. Neither have I. Number 49, Deuce X. Ah, uh, Deus Ex. Or Deus Ex, yes. sorry. The OG Deus Ex, yeah. OG 2000. Not for very long, but I have played that one. I, yeah, all of them. Actually, that's my favorite, like, like sci-fi setting okay uh number 48 baldur's gate 2 shadows of om did i say that right is it am or om baldur's gate 2 uh, yeah amn another dnd yeah, type I'm, game so it, yeah baldur's gate is all like oh, they have all been really fucking good i'm actually I pre-ordered Baldur's Gate three. I think it's already out, right? It's been out probably. for nearly a year, but it's like a, um, it's early access. Early, early access. access. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's like not even the first third of the game, I don't think. Is it? That's why I'm not playing it, because I know I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to reach the first third of the game w- within the weekend if I start fucking playing it. Yeah, I played it like a lot that first month, and then I kind of got to the point where I was there. Yeah, see, there's a lot. Why. There's a lot going on, though. Like, it's crazy. Number 47, Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah. The story about Miss Pac-Man is great because it was these group of guys made a, a hack for the actual Pac-Man game, and they actually were getting sued by some company. It's a really crazy long story. It's in just a Netflix docu-series about video games history, and yes. it's in there. It's a really good story. Uh, they, but Instead of getting sued by Namco, they said, well, help us make the next game. Yep. And so all of the little fixes they made for Pac-Man went into Miss Pac-Man. Went into Miss Pac-Man. There you go. Number forty-six, Counter Strike one point six. I played a Um, lot of Counter Strike in high school. (laughs) I never really got into Counter Strike. I played it a little bit, and then it was just not for me. I think there was something about the whole one shot, one kill that I wasn't okay with then. Now I'm fine with it. Well, it but depends then, upon what weapon and where you got hit. Yeah, it was always the head, and it was with whatever the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 45, Left 4 Dead 2. Yep. Yeah, classic. I know you both played that. That's the best one because literally there's a DLC for it for you to have the first game in there. But with all the upgrades for the same game. Nice. I like when the games do that. Uh, number 44, Earthbound. Yes. That's that's on my list of, uh, of, of games I'm going to play for the first time and stream it. It's, uh, that and Chrono Trigger are the two big RPGs on the Super Nintendo that I'm going to play for the first time. And you guys get to see me try to figure stuff out. In real time, I I'm, I might join you. So just like I'll watch, and then I'll shoot you a message whenever I think, hey, maybe you should save. Okay, <laughs> just, that's helpful. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, number forty three, Resident Evil. The original two thousand two. It's the uh, re- it's the remake. Of the first game. Oh. With the updated okay. graphics. It would be the first remake of the first game. Yeah. This would be like the GameCube version of the first game. You have the better uh, camera and everything and the controls. Yeah, they, they approved that, everything. That's no such thing. <laughs> better camera for Resident Evil. No. <laughs> blood. I hope this isn't Chris's blood. <laughs> Number 42. Oh, sorry. A Jill sandwich. Yes. Number 42, Diablo 2. Yeah. Yes. Best Diablo game, in my opinion. I think a lot of people feel that way, don't they? Is There's a remake the coming one? out. There's a remake coming out. Now that will yeah. explain that. Uh, number 41, StarCraft. StarCraft. That's up your, that's up your alley, Eric. I'm not a big RTS guy, but like I thought 
maybe I could be good at this game, and I was wrong, but I liked the game. The issue with RTS games is they're too easy to begin, and then all of a sudden there is a, like, after three or four missions, there is a huge, like, in difficulty yeah. in most RTS it's, it's an unbelievable ramp up. It's like, hey, there's five soldiers over here. That's like the first stage one. And then by like stage three, just like you said, there's like, all right, so there's a, a tanker over here with 18 fucking tanks and uh, some infantry things, some ground things that you can't see. Also, they have nukes. And <laughs> you have a medic, a sniper, and you know what? We'll give you one car. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you, you don't even have the thing to build your own base. Like there's a one in one of the Command and Conquerors, you literally just have your bomber character. So you have to find a way to get to each building and blow it up without anyone seeing and shooting you. And it's like you literally have to almost get out a protractor on your screen <laughs> <laughs> to, to to see if you get fucked on line of sight or not. Well, it's real time strategy for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at number 40, one of the f- most, possibly the most famous PC game of all time, World of Warcraft. Yes, of course. Yeah, I only played it a little bit, but it was when they made that, you could play up to level 20 for free. Yeah. I am, I, oof. I mean, it's been out for a good minute, and I've played more of that than I have Monster Hunter World in my prime. Oh, I mean, it's been out for over 15 years, right? It's almost, yeah. we're almost at 20, yeah. We're, we're approaching the 20th anniversary of World yeah. of Warcraft. And it's still super popular to this day. Tell you what, if it was, if it didn't cost money monthly, I probably would play it. Yeah, you That's know what, I probably thing. would too. That's the thing, like, if they just made it free to play, because they, they still have uh, a paid market store, right? So, like, you could buy things for your character with real-world money that There's don't affect the gameplay. a bunch of other games that have been free almost the entire time, or the entire time, and they're still around. Like, Lord of the Rings Online was became free, like, I think within a year of it coming out. Right. And that game's still going strong, basing on just being able to buy cosmetics and expansions. Like, jeez. Stick with, with pop. What's, what, what's working for what you? What would What would WoW make if it was all just cosmetics? And expansions. Jeez, I don't even know. Be nuts. Um, All right. A lot. Number 39, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Hell yeah. yeah. I want that remake yesterday. <laughs> We're getting it. We're getting it. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. I'll be getting that. Uh, number 38, Fallout New Vegas. Yes. Yep. That one's the best game, but with, like, the worst story. <laughs> you thought it has, like, the worst... Like, I don't know. I thought it, the story was pretty good. And some Considering... of the worst voice acting, and, and we're saying something. Well, yeah, but it, for its time, it wasn't terrible. I thought New Vegas is probably, like, the best Fallout game experience. And the funny thing is, it's not even a Bethesda title. You know, Obsidian made it. Yeah. Number because it came out a year after three, they could not have made a new game in that amount of time, even with yeah. all the same assets. <laughs> Which is funny because that's what they did with Fallout seventy six. Was just <laughs> it's Fallout four. 
Number 37, Final Fantasy VI. I've played, I played about oh. an hour or so into that one. I'm I think gonna... it's that one. It's the one where you start out in the mechs and like the girl that's like a prisoner. Uh, yes. Yep. Final Fantasy III in America. Yeah. I have it on Super Nintendo. I've got a cartridge, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use an emulator to stream it. So holy shit, you have a cartridge of that? I do. Fucking frame it, bro. <laughs> frame it. I do. I've got one. Yep. All right, number thirty six, Mass Effect Two. It's the best Mass Effect. I like I said, I own it. I haven't played any of them. You haven't actually I even st- played it. Like I legit just bought it because uh, it was you know the yeah the remake basically, and I, I started playing play back in the day. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I missed out on it. I really did. It was it was kind of unfortunate, but it is well, you should it is. know like when it was only the first game, like I bought it three times before I ever played it all the way through. I would just keep buying it at GameStop and then bringing it back. And then I finally played it all the way through. <laughs> I think what upset me about it is that I completely forgot that it doesn't have an autosave system. So after you make six or seven hours of progress and then you die, mm. and you're like, ah, I'm done. I'm done playing today. Oh, yeah, the first one didn't, the second one and the third one saved after every mission, at least, I think. I would have even accepted that. This was just, it was rough. I once lost an entire day of uh, the first Saints Row. Oh. I, played, I played the entire day. So we're talking like eight, nine hours of gameplay. I did not get saved. <clears throat> I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> Number 35. Pokemon Yellow. Yes. I haven't played it very long, but I played it for a bit. Better keep that Pikachu Listen, happy. You could put it this way. You could just you could have just said Pokemon blank. <laughs> and the answer would have been yes. <laughs> I know. But this is specifically the yellow version, which a lot of people really liked, and I was one of them. It was the first time that you got to have your um your Pokemon follow you. It yeah. Was the best. Well, you didn't get to have a Pokemon follow you. You also couldn't do anything with Pikachu. You couldn't trade it. You couldn't put it in a box. You but had to have Pikachu. Had follow. to have. But every Pikachu. time you try to turn around and do something, it would be talking to Pikachu. Yep. Yeah, that part was a little annoying. But outside of that, great game. Number thirty-four, Bloodborne. Haven't gotten through the tutorial. Yeah, I haven't played it. Okay. Uh, number 33, Metroid Prime. Yes. Never yes, got yes, too yes. far, but I have played it. Yeah. Metroid Prime 4, please! <laughs> uh, number, please. 30, number 32, <laughs> Resident Evil 4. Yeah. yeah. I got most of the way through that, but I have not beaten it. That's what most people agree is the best Resident Evil. Yes, because that's when they actually changed up the camera. Uh, you had the over-the-shoulder. It felt really good, but it was no longer survival horror. 
Now it was more of a shooter, right? Kind of. You still had your puzzles, but it wasn't as <clears throat> intense. And I know they still had those parts where it was never ending bad guys until you. Oh, leave. it was still survival. They Don't get me wrong. Mad. Right at the beginning, there's one. You have to just keep killing guys until they uh, arbitrary time gets passed and they ring the bell. <laughs> Number 31. Shadow of the Colossus. I've played most of that. Haven't beaten it, but I did play it. Seems like an interesting game. Number 30, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear what? I've never heard of this title. (laughs) I never beat it. Never even got that far into it. The original stealth game. The original Metal Gear Solid. Not the first game in the series. No. And then... Snake's Revenge. Forget about trying to figure out what game comes first linearly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Storyline's all messed up. Number 29, God of War. The original God of War or the new one? 2018. So the new one. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. It's like wicked freaking good. Kratos. Boy... Number 28, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Hell yeah. Yep. We're getting into some top-tier stuff now. Number 27, Bioshock. Yep. So good. I bought that strictly on your recommendation. It's so good. Number 26, Sid Meier's Civilization 4. Civ 4? Oh, 4? Mm-hmm. What, what's out right now? Six or five? I can't six. remember. Six. Six is out? Yes. So no, I have not played four. I played five and six. Okay. I've played all of them since the first one, like on a uh, essentially a Game Boy Color. <laughs> I mean, a, yeah. no, an OG Game Boy style uh, computer monitor where it nice. was just yellows and greens. That's awesome. Those? I remember. Uh, and it was on DOS. Um, yeah. All right, you ready? 25 to 1. This is the top percentage. At number 25, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Okay, yes. I've played like 10 minutes of it. And it's only the, what, fifth Zelda game? Actually? Is it? Was was there a Game Boy game came out before at this point? I think a few. Maybe. Ocarina of Time, yeah. No, I think there was... Zelda, Link. Link to the Past. Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ocarina, yeah. And then, well, well, Link's Awakening XD, I believe, came out before. Doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) Don't start that. Alrighty. Uh, did this thing mess up on me? Hold on. Keep talking about Ocarina Time for a minute. Okay. Now, I have to... 
the thing did something. I clicked on the title, and it took me to, like, where it was Zelda. And then the next thing was back to Pokemon Go at number 100. And I'm like, what the hell? So I just I just refresh the page and scroll back down. But actually, I'm back to where I was. So number 24, Minecraft. Uh, okay. Can't get into it. <laughs> it hurts my yeah. eyes at this point. Blocky, I really can't pixelated. get it. Pixelation. Okay. Uh, number 23, Halo Combat Evolved. Or just Halo. Yeah. Yes. That yes. made yes. FPSs good on a controller. Make make FPS great again. Yeah. That was the mantra, it, right? Not again. Just made FPS great. On console. On console. Yeah. With a controller. Yeah. Plus to the if... point where I now prefer a controller in my hands while playing an FPS. Plus, plus, thanks to Halo, Xbox survived. It might not have without Halo. So, give it credit. Number 22, Half-Life. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes. Dude, I remember playing that on my old-ass Windows 95 computer. We just upgraded to Windows 98. And... And I was playing Half-Life. That game was great, and then it gets weird. As soon as you go to their planet for that last arc. Yeah. And the end boss is like a weird baby. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Number 21. Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. I have not played that one at all, actually. It came out, like, at a weird point for me. It came out when I was in college. Um, but it wasn't, like... It wasn't one of the games in college, because, like, it was like, oh, we can get a bunch of us to play Halo together, a bunch of us can play golf together. So, like... The games like that were one guy in his room playing it by himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, then we have the top 20. Here we go. The Last of Us. Very good. Yeah. Good classic. Simple story, really. And I also like they did a different thing with zombies, so... Yes. Because they're plant-based. Plants versus zombies. Yeah, even though they got the inspiration from insects... But, yeah. All right. Number 19, Doom. Yes. I mean, who hasn't played Doom? We're talking 1990, whatever. 1993. There's people who've been playing Doom on pregnancy tests. So. I like that song in this, the Doom theme. All right, Eric, here you go. Number 18, Chrono Trigger. Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking forward to playing that for the first time. You better be watching when I do that. I'm going to need all the help. Yeah. I'm going to be like, save. 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 Son of a bitch. Right, I'm, I'm saving. I'm saving, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I mean, crying out loud, dude, you have save states if you're ROMing it. I know, but I don't, I don't do save states on ROMs. I still try to play legitimately. Oh, I save state. 
Like, I don't save state like I'm going to go do a jump and save state, but I'll save state because it's been 10 minutes and I haven't saved. Yeah. You know? <laughs> nah, I'll save state. It, like, here's the, the occasions that I'll save state. Is there a storm coming? Is the power going to go out probably? Yeah, save state. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Am I hungry? Do I want to go to Taco Bell? Save state. Save state. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. If there's no save point around, yeah. All right, one of my personal favorites at number 17, Portal. One of my it favorite was, puzzle games. It, it was a triumph. That's oh, so good. And funny. We've talked about that. Legitimately funny. Because they got actual... I, I bought the orange box just for Portal. That's why I was told to do it. It's like, it's like look, Half-Life 2, great. Team Fortress 2, good. But you have to get it for Portal. And I played a bunch of Half-Life 2, and then finally, Curiosity, I'm like, all right, let me try this Portal game, see what all the rage is about. And it became one of my favorite games I ever played. <clears throat> I can still sit down and beat it in an afternoon, but Portal 2 requires a little more work. <clears throat> but man, so good. Uh, number 16, Dark Souls. Again, didn't get through the tutorial. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I know. It's it's hard, but it's, but it's supposed to be very good. Number 15, Street Fighter 2, baby. Just OG Street Fighter 2? OG Street or Fighter. all of Street Fighter 2 under the umbrella. <laughs> uh, it says 91. Take it however you want. I mean, it's Street Fighter 2. It's classic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, number 14, Super Mario Brothers. We, it single-handedly yeah. saved the video game industry. Super Mario Brothers. Every single person has played Super Mario Brothers, no matter how old they are. Everybody's played Super Mario Brothers. And I will beat it one day. One day. Surprise you haven't beaten it. I'm trying. I'm making it further and further each time, but it's just... Even I have been there. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. I make I make dumb mistakes in World 8-3. <clears throat> it's just how it goes, man. Uh, number 13, Halo 2. Yes. Take a great, Every Halo. Take a great thing, make point. it better, right? Yeah, by having it be mostly on Earth this time. Yes. Oh. And then you start recognizing voice actors and you go, is that David Cross talking to Michelle Rodriguez? <laughs> yup. <laughs> I love when they do stuff like that. I know what girls like. <laughs> Alright, here we go, guys. I We've all played it. Number 12. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yeah, baby. All played it. I'm, gonna, I'm putting that on the list of a, of a full stream I want to do. A Symphony of the Night full playthrough. You know what? What the hell do you mean the castle's upside down? I still remember that, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Troy and I would play that. I would go to his house for like long weekends or whatever. We would play that at the same time next to each other. Because he had a, an extra TV, so I would just bring my my Xbox. Oh, that's awesome. We'd literally be playing it next to each other. <laughs> <clears throat> Number 11, Grand Theft Auto 5. 
Yep. I mean, it's really good. That's the game I pre-ordered and it didn't come out for another two years. <laughs> yeah, it's the gold standard for Grand Theft Auto games now. All right, are you ready to to hear what makes it into the top ten? This is this is the upper echelon now. This is the gold standard of video games. Number ten, Super Mario sixty four. Sure, love yep. it, love Classic. it. Took me ten years to get my hundred twentieth star, but I did it. It has the like to me, uh, at least for the older era, the smoothest three D gameplay. Well, it did a really good job with with how 3D games should be made. And a lot of games copy Mario 64's formula because the 3D games before that were kind of clunky. So, I yeah, it it did a great job. Number 9, the original Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, that's weird. I remember I was like, I don't know, Grand Theft Auto in a western setting and I'm like this is the coolest game I've ever played. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Red Dead's just so good. It's amazing. It's so freaking fun. <laughs> Did you save that women on the train tracks? No, but I found this cabin that had like a thousand cougars in it. Oh, that's cool, but did you kill the Sasquatch? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, put your foot out of its misery, dude. It's the last you, of its kind. How do you make a good thing better? Number eight, Half-Life 2. Yeah, you had a super hot chick, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's all it takes, right? And the gravity gun, one of the best things of all. No, the gravity gun. So like much I fun. said, I want to play a game where you just have the gravity gun and a quarter gun. That's all you get. And j- you can make a whole game out of that. Put the gravity gun in your left hand, I mean, right hand, and put the portal gun in your left hand. Jeez. And just go. <laughs> Uh, number seven, Tetris. I mean, it's a simple game, yet it comes up for every system, every generation. It's still fun There's to play. And however, the most competitive format of it is the NES version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that one hits you with straight-up Russian music. Playing the freaking Nutcracker Suite. By the way, Tetris was originally released in 1984, which means it's as old as me. Good old Tetris. Number six, Super Mario Brothers 3. That's the best. That and World are the best, so. Super Mario Brothers 3. All right, you guys want to take any guesses as to what's in the top five? What's something you haven't heard yet that you think might be in the top five? Mario World. Super Mario World, I believe, is in the top five. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Do you have any other guesses? Uh, original Zelda. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. And then also Link to the Past. Okay. <laughs> well. Uh, I don't know about the original Zelda. I, I will say a Link to the Past, but maybe the original Zelda as well. I want okay. the original Zelda to be in there. All right. The um, original Zelda is not in there, but I am about to mention a Zelda game at number five. What Zelda game is it? Take a guess. A Link to the Past. Dan? Past. Breath of the Wild. A Link to the Past is even okay. Or is I... it is it even on the list? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Number four. <laughs> Super Metroid. There you go. Yes. 
Ridley, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Stole you a Metroid and everything went to hell. <laughs> That's what happens, right? He stole a Metroid, and then the best genre of video games was invented. <laughs> Metroidvania, baby! Number three. Portal 2. Good God, is that a perfect game? Yeah, they took everything about Portal, made it good, made it better, made it longer, gave us the almost a full backstory. We get a Cave Johnson freaking video audio tapes or whatever. They're hilarious with J.K. Simmons. Multiple twists. Everything the first game did, the second game improved upon. Everything across the board. And of course, the thing I mentioned every time, this is the part where she kills us. Yes. <laughs> and then the moon. Oh, we're in space! That's space. right, we're all in space, mate. <laughs> Even the cores are funnier, because in the first game, it's just like, who are you? What is that? And the one's just growling. But this time, you get the one that's, like, hyper smart. You get the southern guy, and then you get space, space. Gotta go to space. Ah, oh, it's so good. All right. Link to the Past and Super Mario World are the top two games, but which order are they in? Mario is number one. Yes. Mario is number one, Link to the Past number two. <laughs> like, Dan, Dan couldn't even fall for that. Oh, fuck off. He couldn't even <laughs> fall for that. Yeah. Nah, you were right. They're there. So what do you think? You guys have played... Well, I mean, you guys play more games than I do, but you've played a majority of this list. Yeah, we're like in the... Mid to high 80%. You are the top percentage <laughs> of gamers, my friends. I mean, we got a passing grade, so yeah. There you go. That's all that matters. All right. After two and a half hours of podcasty goodness, we thank you guys for tuning in. Now, by the time you listen to this episode, you'll probably have heard our bonus content. Um, maybe I haven't released it yet by the time you're listening to this. I probably will have. But we'll see how that goes. We're going to do some bonus content for you guys. Check out all the great stuff on CKCC Radio. Give us feedback as to what you want us to cover. Give us challenges. Give us ideas. Uh, In three weeks' time, we'll be doing episode 50 live on Twitch. So you guys can tune in and interact with us. Check out all the other great stuff. Check out our partner shows like the United We Fan Podcast, Blake and Sal's show, Sick Minds of Matt and Eric. Go to CKCCRadio.com for all updates. And we will see you guys next week because I don't know about y'all, but I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. I could eat. <laughs> yeah, I haven't eaten much. Yes. Yet, so. I'm going to go eat. I got some cleaning to do. And then I hope everybody enjoys their weekend. Everyone survived Hurricane Elsa because it ravaged its way up the coast. So Dan hit, got hit by it. And I got hit by it. All our friends in Florida got hit by it. And Eric's just like, oh, I'm in the Great Lakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see you we'll see you in the winter, Eric, when it starts snowing a month before it hits me. Yeah. <laughs> and well, it might you know not what? even might... snow on Dan. <laughs> I might do the snowboard thing and just go visit my parents at that point. <laughs> there you go, buddy. There you go. That's my thing, right? Is like if I if I can get a job where I can work remotely and and do it all on a laptop, I'm going to start traveling extensively cuz I can just be anywhere and still work, right? That's like, there's no reason there's no reason to go all the way to Florida. Okay? You can stop here. Stop here. It's plenty fine enough. Can, can we go find can we go find Ric Flair? Woo! Alright. There, so, you know, there is a like I, I would be down for a day where we just drive around and try and, and find places. Uh because... next time I visit we'll do that. 
Because I mean, come on, there's a football team and a basketball team here. There's there's and there's that man-made lake. It's there's there's a lot of mansions around. I found I know where John Cena's house is in Florida. I know where it is. Okay. On that note, we should have <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, so uh, if you have any top 10 challenges, any other things you'd like us to cover, like what we did here send us ideas, send us suggestions podcast at gmail.com send us feedback, we'll cover everything patreon.com slash club kayfabe check out all of our great shows, including a weekly wrestling show uh, soon we're going to do a review of the entire Lord of the Rings extended trilogy and check out my show Straight Shooting where I talk about all the stuff I don't talk about on this channel All that great stuff. Check it out. We'll see you guys next time on The Nerd Table. Bye-bye. For more great content like this, be sure to check out CKCC Radio and subscribe to never miss an episode.